You got it locked on Rodeo Radio. Hey, Tony, drop that. What, please? I bet. Dr. Dre in the place to be. Co rocking shit with my homeboy Steve. At the Rodeo. Get stupid, son. Yo. Don't think that you can get none of Trey, the motherfucking doctor, the bitch hopper, the sucker motherfucker stopper. I'm fucked up, so don't mind what I'm saying. I'm just kicking it with Steve, Tony, A, and Susan. Yo, we can choose it. Don't shit to put in a mix. Know what I'm saying? We kick shit like and and that's a fact. And if your shit ain't in a mix, you know it's swag. And that ain't no bullshit. Kicking facts on a serious tip. Word up, Dr. Dre's in full effect doing serious damage, boy. Welcome back, everybody, to Rodium Radio, episode 112. 112. And uh, I'm still tripping that I even hit 100. But you know what? Without further ado, uh, let me go ahead and make some announcements before I introduce my special guest tonight. Uh, once again, we are selling ads at DocuMixery forward slash ads. DocuMixery forward slash ads. And we're pushing that because we're going to be going live with those soon. Uh, if you have a restaurant, if you have a business, if you have an album, any kind of business that you want to promote it during the Rodeon Radio uh, breaks, uh, hit us up at DocuMixery. Uh, forward slash ads and it gives you all the info right all the info right there we're selling one minute ads um so once again somebody may ask well why would i want to buy an ad or whatever because our page uh tony vision rhodium radio uh averages between three hundred thousand to five hundred thousand to half a million views per month or in less less than a month so uh many of our uh episodes average at least 10k views so you're gonna have at least 10,000 people viewing your ad. So once again, if you are interested, please hit us up. Uh, once again, subscribe to Rodium Radio. Uh, hit the notification bell button for uh, future content for those of you that wanna to continue to support. And I wanna thank everybody who has subscribed because our sus subscribers are actually going up and we're thanking everyone for that. And for those of you, once again, that are still interested in buying the uh, hard copies, the CDs, once again, DocuMixery.com. Uh, we have hats, we have beanies, we have shirts, women's shirts, everything. Uh, we're coming in a couple of weeks. We have an update uh, for the Blu-ray for the DocuMixery. That'll be out soon. Simply, the reason why it's taking a little bit longer, the company had a problem uh, burning the, the, the Blu-ray. Uh, we fixed that problem. Everything's good, but they told us a couple of weeks. So for those of you that are interested in the Blu-ray copy, but uh, other than that, we'll get into all the other stuff uh, during our breaks when we get a chance to promote that. But without further ado, please allow me to introduce my very, very special guest. None other than Bella. Hey, hey. Who put in on from my city? I don't hear nobody barking. I loosen up my bra and take a talk. I start sparking. They asking for a feature. I'ma have to start charging. I left my old bitches with no money. Now they starving. Leave them in the back. Let me catch them when they slack. Fuck it with my feelings. They about to get jacked. If you really want it, then they about to get cracked. I'm coming from the SGV. I never lack. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. 
Hell yeah. I got that new JV neighborhood queen coming soon. Well, you're the new neighborhood queen. New neighborhood queen, SGV626. Hell yeah, you gotta own that shit, you know? Yeah. A ain't nobody gonna give it to you, you gotta take it. Mm hmm. That's Earn dope. that shit. That's dope. So, how you been? Uh, the last time you were here was episode 51 uh, or 61. Something 61. like that. Yeah, it was 50, <laughs> no, 51 episodes ago you were here. Yeah. And um, the, the, if you will, the, the feedback that I got from you being here was amazing. Yeah. A lot of people. I had a good time. It yeah. was fun. Good experience. Yeah. A lot of people really, really dug you and are supporting you, mm -hmm. you know, especially on your page, on your YouTube. Mm -hmm. All of that's growing. Yes. And and that's the purpose of Rodium Radio is to help up and coming artists get to where they need to get to. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we have radio stations that only cater to the people that pay them or they have record deals or yeah. whatever, but we need more platforms like this to help our people yeah. take that next level. I've seen that a lot through my experience. It's hard to trust people because they don't want to help each other. They just want money and not to grow with each other. That's yeah. not what I'm here in this business for. I want to help each other, especially females. I'm really, I'm getting really big on the women empowerment. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. That's dope. So let's catch up a little bit. Um, it's been a while since I've seen you. Last time you were here, I believe you were here with uh, uh, Carlos. Uh, yeah. Trouble, Trouble Kid. Kid yeah. Trouble Kid. How's he doing? He good. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, now, um, how was your Halloween? Let's go back to that. Ooh, um, Did you dress so up? So, you know, I got a little fucked up. <laughs> Ended up riding in the fucking back of a, uh, what are those called? Those little, they pick up your car. Tow truck? Tow truck. <laughs> yeah, I was just knocked out in the car in the no back shit. of a tow truck. <laughs> what, what, what were you drinking, if you don't mind me asking? Henny and Patron. For reals? Yeah. I mixed like a dummy. Henny and Patron. Henny Tron. Henny Tron. <laughs> you know, we had that Henny Tron. Hell you don't yeah. know. <laughs> Damn. It was okay. nasty. Did you dress yeah. up? Um, Kinda. I ended up doing my makeup as the Purge. It came out good. As a what? The Purge. Oh, The Purge. You know, those little yeah. X's and stuff. Yeah. You, you ever see those movies? Mm-hmm. All of them? Mm, no. The first one was The Bomb. Yes. That's the main one. That's just the best. Right yeah. now, my favorite movie is Apocalypto. Apocalypto. You, you ever really? seen that one? Of course. Oh, but I'm just tripping at you just like now, you know, <laughs> seeing it. But No, I'm just saying my favorite movie. I just brought up a movie, so. Okay. We were just talking about that earlier, what our movies you, are. You know, um, the director of that movie, Mel Gibson, Mel okay, Gibson. he did a, a movie called Passion of the Christ, oh, okay. which was a really, really great movie. But soon after that, I'll tell you why that movie, Apocalypto, I believe, didn't get to where it was supposed to, because that was a great movie. Yeah, it was amazing. Great movie. And um, the reason being is because he said some racial things. And he got caught. Oh. He got caught. And actually, his wife exposed him. His wow. wife. That's yeah. why he can't trust nobody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, this is supposed to be his girl. She just yeah. went ahead and put his ass on blast. And when all those racial remarks got out, nobody wanted to support him. And even now, right. a lot of people don't support him. But No matter how good that movie was. Yeah, no matter how good that movie was. You're right. But I, I went out and bought it, and I saw it. And I really, really enjoyed it. That mm -hmm. shit was fucking crazy. Yeah. When they're cutting those dudes' heads off and throw the fucking body downstairs. Right. Or when they're running away from each other. And they have to, it was like the bow and arrows. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, a, that was a really dope movie. Okay, yeah. so now, what other, what other good movies have you seen? Okay, you, i seen The Purge one. That was a dope one. We, you mentioned you the Apocalypse. 
really been watching a lot of movies. I kind of just been like listening to a lot of music, trying to do better for myself. Uh-huh. But um, if I did, I would watch The Hostel. Um, that's the only thing I'm scared of, being trafficked. <laughs> <laughs> it scares me. So, a hostile one, two, or just... All of them. All of them. But the first one, when they're in that hotel. Yeah, that one's scary. The, the first one, that, that one was real crazy. Yeah. That one. It was females setting them up, too, huh? Well, you got females setting people up out here. They're the same old shit. Gotta you know? do what you gotta do. <laughs> Yo, hear what you said, you know? <laughs> No, but yeah, there's females setting people, like some raunchy ass yeah. females over here setting dudes up, man. Setting everybody up, even females. Yeah, yeah. But okay, so let me see. The last good movie. Okay, I'm a big time Halloween guy. For me, Halloween is September and October. That's how I celebrate. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I grew up watching all fucking scary movies. I also host the Freaky Tales. I don't know if you've ever yes, seen. Yes. Okay, the Freaky Tales. Uh, I like all that shit. Um, favorite scary movie, if you have one. What was the first one that came Maybe to the you? Conjuring, because every scary movie doesn't it doesn't scare me, but I think just the scenes and the the gory in it, it was just it okay. was kind of scary. Okay, so the Conjuring, because that's more like on some spiritual mm -hmm. shit. You, did you watch Insidious? Mm hmm. That's another good one. Or um, what's that other one? I don't know. <laughs> she said, "I don't know." Okay, comedy. Comedy, comedy, comedy. Oof, that's a hard one. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so bad with movies. Okay, favorite TV show if you have one. Um, American Horror Story. I still, you know what? I still have never, really? never seen that. They came out with a new season. It's a little, it's a little weird, but. What about Stranger Things? Oh yeah, I've seen that. It's cool. See, I like that. So, <laughs> okay, so you mentioned you've been listening to a lot of music lately. Who have you been listening to? Give us a couple of names. I've been listening to a lot of YG lately. Um, I'm into like Summer Walker right now. Not even rap. I've been playing my guitar. So oh, trying no to teach shit. myself more stuff. I have my little studio in my room. So I've just been jamming out. It reminds me of my pop. So. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Okay. And your pops, uh, uh, what, what type of music does he listen to? Everything. He put me on to everything I know now. Mostly like the Chicano movie, like movie <laughs> music, like War, Santana, same old, same old, you know. Okay. Okay. A lot of oldie stuff? Yeah, that too. Okay. He has all these records. I have all my records at my house from him and CDs. That's a good thing to get into collecting vinyl, right. if, yes. you know, if you can. Vinyls. You know, because I know some vinyl today is rare. You have to go to the swamp meet mm -hmm. or some shit. You Even know, the 35s. I yeah, mean, the 45. 45s. All 35s too, but 45s. 33s. Oh, there we go. 33s. Yeah. That's good. Okay. So now, what does Bella do when she's not uh, writing music? Writing music? I'm just kidding. Like, on an um, off day, you wake up, you eat your cereal. What do you do? You know what? I try to learn a lot about business. I'm getting into business right now. So I just look up what I can or even anything. Anything I could put myself out there with. Cosmetology. Mm, business, you know, anything I could just teach myself. I try to learn new things every day. Sometimes I have my lazy days and I'm just in bed, like chilling, <laughs> vibing, smoking, <laughs> living life as it is, you know. That's dope. That's we dope. Now, um, since your last interview, you have um, released certain things. There was one video that you did. Uh, you were on like Bella's on some bullshit or something like that. Remember that that song? Oh, I'm back on my with Ooh. Ray Monique. That oh, that's her song. Mm -hmm. 
I like that song. Girl, I'm battling, I'm back on my bullshit. <laughs> that shit was that shit was dope. It was cool, huh? The video what, what, and everything. What is the response that you've been getting from your music, from your videos? You, you know what? What I'm trip out is how men men love my music, and I I trip out because. You would think it's females that would like right. my music. And instead, they're like, I would never listen to a female. And I, I fuck with her. I like her. I'm just, I just get surprised. Like, wow, okay. Well, well you know what it is? Because us as men, um, that, well, we grew up with females mostly coming from the East Coast. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, whether it was salt and pepper, whether it was sweet tea, whether it was the real Roxanne, Roxanne Shantae. We had them, but we never really had them here. In the West Coast. And, and now, I believe, at least in my opinion, since like 2000 on up, we're seeing so many women, mm -hmm. you know, coming to the forefront. So it's somewhat something new for us, and we're digging it. Yeah. You know, we're digging it, and that's why I support it, yeah. you know. And that's why if we and my team here can help you get to that next level or, you know, what you need to get to, mission accomplished. Yeah. You know, and then all we ask is like what you say, women empowerment, helping somebody else. It goes to, around. Yes. Goes around. Helping somebody else. Yes. Now, um, do you ever get anything negative? Uh, all the time. But like, honestly, like, I haven't been. I kind of I kind of get a lot of love because I don't show hate. So I feel like you give what you get. No, you get what you give. Mm -hmm. So lately, I haven't been getting no type of hate. But if it is, it's just comments. Comments that ain't to my face. <laughs> right, right. And it's just usually just people that... Uh, the, the sad thing is, is that they probably do like your stuff. Yeah. But it's like I heard this saying one time. It isn't that they don't like what you're doing. It's that they don't like it that it's you doing it. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I change, I, I ain't even on no cocky shit. Actually, I'm on 100% cocky shit. I change people's lives with the words I say. Like, they hit me up trying to hate, you know... And I, I come at them, I kill them with kindness instead of talking shit back to them. And it changes what they say. They're like, you know what? You right. You right. 100%. You know, like, oh, yeah. okay, now you change your decision. Now you change your mind. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, you know you know what it is? It's just that there are some people out there, sad to say, they're not winning in life. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these people are miserable. Yeah. And a lot of times they may see a person like yourself and, and they, they say, wow, that person's winning or that person's out there getting it. So instead of just congratulating, they're hating. Yeah. You know, because believe me, I've gotten plenty of messages before, emails and talking shit about, you know, Rodeo Radio, your podcast is fucking whack, you're fucking whack, you're a terrible host. And I know it's just jealousy. It's just But people. it's like, you're at home watching me though. Like, <laughs> okay, I'm whack, but you're watching me, right? Uh, uh, a lot of times at the very end, when you look at the live chat, at the very end of the mm -hmm. show, You'll get people that would say, and, and it doesn't bother me because to be sitting where I'm at, you have to have thick skin like you do, okay? People will say, this was a horrible show, but they stayed on the whole two hours. <laughs> huh. it, it just That doesn't make sense to me. Like, wow, really, they're just secret fans. Yeah, to you be know? honest. But you know what? But the love that I'm sure you get and that I get is overwhelming. Yeah. You know what, though? I, I always tell myself and I everybody asks me, they ask me, how do you deal with the hate or how do you deal with it? You know what I say? It's like, if you, if they ain't hating, you ain't doing something right. It is it is what it is. Right. Uh, I remember, uh, I won't mention his name, but he passed away already. He said this to a friend of mine and then he related the message. He says, "The don't worry that 
uh, they're talking about you. He said, it's when they stop talking about you, you it's worry. when you're no longer relevant. Yeah. He said, the reason why, he says, uh, uh, they're, they're, your name is in their mouth constantly. He said, it, yes. And you know what? I did have somebody hit me up talking about these girls have your name in your mouth throughout the whole city. Like, uh -huh. that kind of made me happy. Like, <laughs> wow, I'm famous in my city. Right. That's, that's good, you know. Um, I, I still get, I still trip out when I go somewhere and people would say, hey, like, I'll go to the park just like in my own neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And I'll see guys like, hey, you're that guy from the rhodium, huh? Oh, wow. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'll go to the gym and I'll take off my mask to get a drink of water. Hey, you're that guy from the rhodium, huh? Oh, wow. Huh? Like, it's becoming That's more crazy. and more like that. That's good, though. Yeah, it, it is good. And I try to, uh, how would you say, uh, be cool and talk to everyone. And sometimes a lot of people have a lot of questions mm -hmm. they're going to ask. But many times you have to somewhat be reserved because some people think, okay, he's cool. Maybe he can help me yeah. in this sense of... Help me start up my podcast wow. or or give me an interview. Or do you have a following? Well, uh, what do you mean by following? Well, do people know who you are? You know, I'm not asking you if you're famous. Do you have a following? Well, yeah. no, uh, uh, I'm just on Facebook. Okay. So I'll, I'll tell them something like, you know, get on all platforms, promote yourself until, until it pays off. How many songs out there do you have? Oh, just like one. Or I'll meet people. Well, I'm an up and coming artist. I don't have no music yet. Yeah. But I want to. You can't do that. You can't do anything for them. Yeah, you can't. That's the case. Yeah, I mean, you have to like when you came here, you already had music, you already had a following, and this just uh, helped you in a sense where uh, um, we put you on a platform so that people could get to know Bella as a person mm -hmm. and as an artist. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what we do here. You know, yeah. but from there, your talent got to speak for itself. Yeah, definitely. You know, and, and it has been. And it has been speaking for itself. So um, eventually we're going to get into what you got coming out. Um, but what I wanted to ask you is, um, have you been doing a lot of collabs with a lot of other artists? Or mm. do you try to main reserve by yourself? Or? I do. I try to keep by myself because I want people to want features with me. Like, no offense. <laughs> if you watch it, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's like... I can't be doing a lot of stuff for free. At the end of the day, I need money for studio. I need money for beats. I need money for everything else. You know, I can't just keep running off of what we have. So I usually hit up features when I, you know, we need some money or something or when I actually want to help. Not even with money. Sometimes I'll just do it because I feel like it, especially mm. with females. I like to do features with females, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, people have to understand that artists have bills too. Yeah. We all have bills, phone bills, whatever. They're nothing free. And let alone, like, my manager, too, she's always saying, like, we ain't doing shit for free. Like, if people people want to do stuff for us for free, we can't even do that. We want to pay, pay them anyway, you right, know? Right, I had a friend back in the day that I used to do beats, and this was, like, the homie special. Mm -hmm. For one beat, it was, like, 2500 bucks. Oh, wow. Okay? That was for one beat, and that was, like, the real homie special. Yeah. My homeboy thought he could cock block my prices, and he was charging guys that I was doing beats for, I'll do a beat 500. So he was charging $2,000 less. He wasn't as good. He was, you know, mediocre. But these guys, uh, you know, they knew they weren't going to blow up. They were just going to sell their shit at car shows and swap meets. Mm -hmm. So what they did was uh, they were going to him for 500. Always, always over 500, 500. I was doing beats for 2,500, okay? And he would always ask me, man, how did you up your price? And I said, I never... I never started from the bottom and worked myself up, bro, mm -hmm. as far as price. This was my price always yeah. from here on up. And he was like, dude, because I'm trying to get like $1,000, 15 And this guy, I go, because you're that $500 guy now. 
You know, mm. uh, uh, nobody's going to want to pay you. They're going to say, I got beef from that fool for 500 bucks. Yeah. Today, dudes are doing beef for $25. Honestly, you, or free. Yeah. You, you're not going to ever get any money or make any money. You know, say, say I do an album for 10 songs, $25. How much money is that? $250. Like, really? That's not even fucking lunch money or, or gas. Yeah. You know? So, I understand when you say, I don't do shit for free, and you yeah. shouldn't. You're an artist. You have a dope voice. You have a dope style. You're up and coming, and the future is bright, and they need to pay. Yeah. Plain and simple. There's no what? free rides. You hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I would be a hell of a manager, but I, I <laughs> you know, but, but I'm not trying to step on the way. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> so, okay, so now, <laughs> but now, in your little home studio, do you ever record yourself, Boston? Yes, oh my gosh. I suck. <laughs> Just engineering myself. I'm still working on it, but. I'm the type to get frustrated so quick, but I'll, get, I'll come back to it the next hours so i just need a break little, okay little smoke break if you know what i mean <laughs> but uh yeah it's cool it's hard very like giving me headaches and stuff just annoyed but right i'll get there i i need to teach myself because yeah. i don't want to have to rely on people i'm tired of relying on everybody even videos i want to learn how to make videos and stuff yeah that's good why not no no you should because whenever you need to do your own shit you you just go ahead and go yeah. ahead and do it. I'd uh, rather have knowledge than not have no knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when a, a long time ago, um, I used to um, learn how to engineer my own projects because I was paying engineers a lot of freaking money. Yeah, you know, to come engineer. And after a while, I just said, if I could just plug it in, if I could just do this do myself, myself with less money. Yeah, right, less money. And uh, but after a while, um, when I would uh, engineer my own stuff. It started coming out better for me because I knew what I wanted to hear. I yeah, knew what I wanted you, to do. It's your project. You right. know what you want. So, you know, uh, uh, when you get a chance, you know, learn as much as you can. Yeah. The less you could depend on people. I'm not saying you don't need them, but the less you could depend on people and, you know, do it. Do it. The better. Uh, um, but other than that, that's what I was going to ask you as far as videos are, are concerned. Um, how do you like performing or being in front of the camera? I like it. I'm not... I kind of like being the main attention. <laughs> I can't be an extra. I tried a few times and it's hard. I just want to be the, like in the front of the camera, busting it down. And it's hard to just kick back, chill. Like everyone's like, go right here, go right here. And I'm just like, why well, can't I just kick back and chill in your video? My presence is cool right here. Right, right. But um, I like being in videos. My first time performing was like, crazy i felt like i was home i didn't even i feel nervous when i about to get on stage but when i'm on there it's just like everything all my blood just rushes down and i just feel i feel good right right that's good that's good and um as far as um see i don't want to get into what we're going to talk about next because <laughs> but i'm trying to avoid that but other than that let me ask you this who as far as rap is concerned whether it's chicano or whether it's what we would call, you know, just mainstream rap. Who 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 do you listen to, if any? On a daily. Yeah, just on a daily. Mm. Or, or let's just say within the last several months, you've been. You still, know. still gonna always be Queen Latifah. Always. Really. You know? Always, just her unity and always everything she talks about. She's not talking about shaking my ass, shaking this. You know, it's it's still gonna be her to this day. Okay, 
and earlier you mentioned YG. What is it about YG that you like? Um, you right though. You right. <laughs> um, everything low key. He fine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just love. First of all, I love his beats and his choice in beats. It's like no other. Um, he has bars for days, even though he'd be talking about like, oh, shake that ass, you know. Sometimes I'll be, I'll be in those moods. <laughs> but yeah, he's cool. He seems like he's a real, he's a real person. But who knows? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, who else from the West Coast would you do you do you listen to or do you like? You know, I'm about to shout out my future baby daddy and Ali Chopper. <laughs> Yeah, I've been listening to him a lot too. Okay. It's my future baby daddy. Watch your week. You're just throwing that out there, huh? <laughs> She's like, hit me up. Hit me up, Penali. Okay. Uh, uh, now, um, as far as Chicano rap is concerned, do you okay. ever, do you listen to Chicano rap? Um, you know what? I do, but it's kind of hard to find because I really love to listen, especially if it's a female. I love to listen to female Chicanas, but um. It's hard to find some now. There's another one that I recently came up upon. Because I, I try to find new new female rappers, especially Chicanas. And it's hard. It's hard to find them. Right, right. But um, what's her name? I can't remember her name, but she, she did it in all Spanish. I don't even know Spanish, but she did it in all Spanish. And it was just, it was crazy. But um, I've been listening to, like, Lighter Shade of Brown. Okay. What's her name? I don't even know her name, but I've been listening to you. <laughs> to, to the girl uh, yeah. that was on there, I think either Teardrop or... or yeah. You, okay. I think it was on the song's called Latin Active. Yeah. Are you talking about that one? Yeah. Okay, yeah, Teardrop. She's I, cool. Yeah. I love when she starts busting down. Yeah, okay. Now, are do you plan to do any... or Because I haven't heard your, your EP, I, I believe. Uh -huh. Are you planning to do any dance stuff? Like any Yeah, of, of I am, honestly. I even have some Aaliyah stuff, like singing stuff on there. So something new. Okay, we won't get into too much yet. Yeah. Too much yet. <laughs> and visuals, you got a lot of visuals. Yeah, coming out? I got two videos coming out with it. So okay. it'll be good. That'll work. And uh, oh well, damn, we are getting into it. Um, <laughs> you got anything with anybody else that's coming out on uh, there? You know what? I just dropped a little, a little um, feature with some girl, uh, Flores Leslie. Uh huh. Uh, she sings very good. Saturday. Uh, yeah, it dropped Saturday. It's called um, Dreaming Girls or Girls Dreaming. Gr girls Dreaming. Girls Dreaming. Oh, Brown Girls Dreaming. There we go. Okay. It was something different, something for the, you know, girls to get a little cute too. Um, yes, Fuego with Richie Rich. Um, it's a reggaeton song, something new. I don't even speak Spanish, but I'm a trap Selena. What you talking about? I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> hey, there you go. You got to do it. You know? Yeah. Okay. Do, do you listen to a lot of Spanish music? Yeah. Here and here, but mostly rap. <laughs> um, who else do I have a feature with? I have a feature with Trouble Kid. I don't know when that's dropping. It'll drop soon. It's more like a J Lo and um, who J Lo feature with? Like uh, what's his name? Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to remember. What? No, not what? Oh yeah, Nelly too. Um, yeah, like when she features those little love songs, right, something right. like that. Yeah, I think it was Nelly, and then there was another guy, the guy with the real deep voice. I forgot his uh, fucking name. I know. You know who I'm talking about, You know about, what I'm talking right? about, Johnny? Maybe he doesn't remember, but <laughs> we'll remember, because I know I, I know what you're talking about. He was like, hello. Yeah, I don't know why yeah. we can't think of him. Yeah. So, okay. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and take a break. We're going to come back in 10 minutes, 
And uh, we're going to talk about uh, your new videos, your new music, and everything you got coming out. Okay? We're going to promote you. All right? We good? Okay. So, everybody, once again, uh, we'll be back in 10 minutes. Go take a piss. Do whatever you got to do. But make sure you don't fuck around and come back in 10 minutes. Make sure you call somebody, text somebody, slap the shit out of somebody. Let them know that Bella is in the motherfucking building, and we'll be back in 10 minutes. Welcome back, everybody, to Rodian Radio, episode 112, 112. And once again, let me go ahead and promote. Once again, documentary forward slash ads. If you want to promote your business, you want to promote your album, whatever the hell you want to promote. It doesn't matter if you want to buy a one-minute ad, hit us up at documentary forward slash ads for more info. Once again, hit up the website, documentary.com for hats, whatever. Whatever you want, it's all there. Um, and um, hard copy CDs, you can pick up there as well. Um, there was one more thing I, the hell I was going to say. Oh, yeah. For those of you that are still asking, can you submit your music? Yes, Absolutely at rodentradio.gmail.com and we get to them. Uh, we are making a point of getting together at least once a week because there's so many damn emails and there's so much music that we listen to. We just don't listen to one or two of your songs. We listen to everything. But allow me to uh, uh, tell you to include your music. If you have videos, submit those two and a short bio. Okay, the more we know about you, the better. So uh, with, with that being said, uh, let me go ahead and introduce once again my very special guest, and I like thank her for coming because uh, the other person that I had here canceled on me with some bullshit. So, uh, Bella, how you doing? Good, good. Got <laughs> back know, from my little break. Yes, you know what? I'm glad that you're here, and and let me say something because I think it's very, very important. Because on how you conduct yourself, uh, it's it's important to be professional if you're, especially if you're an artist. Mm -hmm. I've had people that uh, recently. Won't mention no names, but they've canceled and they called me, you know, I want to interview, please help me out, whatever. Cancel. Yeah. And then cancel and end up saying, uh, or end up having their managers contact me and end up saying, hey, you know what? They're not going to be able to do it because of their traveling schedule. It's fucking COVID. You ain't going nowhere. Yeah. You know, don't lie. You know, Especially so. as a female in this in rap industry, you got to hold yourself so people can know like what's up with you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. With that being said, um, let's talk about your EP. Yes. Okay. How many songs? Um, five songs and it's dropping on November 27th. Um, November 27th. Okay. Yes. It's only five songs, but hey, you're going to trip out. <laughs> uh-huh. What, what can people expect? Different. I'm versatile, you know? I kept it different. Like I said, <laughs> everything I could do, I'm going to do it. There's singing in there. Um, Singing by you? What you mean? Oh, yeah, by me. Yeah, by me. Okay. There's some motivation shit, Nipsey Hustle type of shit. Um, there's some, like, little trap shit. Um, there's some hood shit, you know, different shit. You got to keep it hood, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, now, uh, when people message you about your music or, you know, people that are interested, people that are fans... Do you get people from out of state that mm -hmm. really? I've been getting like Mexico, New York. Um, I've honestly been getting people from uh, Oakland. Okay. It's crazy around the whole state. Cities. Like on Rolling Radio, we get people from Kansas City, New Jersey, yeah. Wisconsin. Uh, people have told me from Australia and even mm -hmm. Germany. And it's amazing that we could be sitting right here and be reaching people from across mm -hmm. the world. Yeah, right. You know? So that that's why platforms like this. Uh, are a benefit to artists like yourself and like a lot of artists, you know, because like I said, 
we have the technology, we need to use it. Mm -hmm. And we need to continue to create platforms, not just me, but other people, continue to create platforms so that our people can be up in the forefront where we need to be. Yeah, internet you know? honestly is like a big platform for people to get out there. You could post a little freestyle and get famous. Not even that, like you could disrespect your mama and get famous, it's crazy. Or drink cranberry juice and get famous. <laughs> right. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, like I didn't get that. I had a, when that video went viral, I had a lot of people send it to me, and I'll be real with you. I was like, I don't get it. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't get. I know, I know what he's saying, but like I didn't get it. Like okay, yeah. well, why did this video go viral? And believe me, I don't take nothing away from him. He's winning. Mm -hmm. Dope. But you know what? That's cool. They gave him a truck and everything. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I just when you first saw it, did you understand it? Did, nah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> nah. But but you know what? That goes to show you that you never know today. What can go viral? Yeah. What you can never make know it? what can happen. Yeah. So continue working, continue hustling. Do you, and believe me, even if people do not like your music, they will eventually support you because they like you. Yeah. And that's why interviews like this are very, very important. Mm -hmm. Give the fans what they want of you. There's a lot of artists that won't give the fans what they want. What they want. Mm -hmm. And I'll be real with you. I'll tell them, don't support them then. Mm -hmm. Don't support them, but yet they want you to buy their merch. They want you to buy their bullshit movies and all yeah. this crap. But they won't give you what they want. You know what you guys want. Okay, so now uh, November twenty fourth, you said twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. Yes. Okay. And I have two videos dropping. I already dropped a video. It's called "Don't Tell," so it's on YouTube. Check me out, Bella. Don't tell. Okay, don't tell. Uh, uh, what is that about? Um, you know, I've been through a lot of stuff in my life that I just don't tell, like. And I ain't a snitch, you know, like straight up, I've been on, you know, I ain't gonna bring that up, but <laughs> I just don't tell. I'm not a snitch. And no matter where you're from, no matter where you stay, don't snitch because it'll get you back. Yeah, but you know what? Takashi snitched. And uh, is mm, he winning? fuck that chavala. <laughs> <laughs> that guy straight went ahead and just admitted that he snitched, you know? I don't even know the backstory to it. Yeah, well, a lot of people don't, but yeah, he. He, I think he even named his album Tattletales or some bullshit. Yeah? Like that. Yeah. yeah, he did. yeah <laughs> I did he not did. know yeah. that. No, he bragged about it because uh, uh, one of my homies had sent me a video, I guess, of him going live on Instagram. Supposedly, he had like 2 million it's people. It's the clout. And, and he was uh, apologizing for snitching. Oh, wow. Yeah. How it's do you, the clout. Yeah. But, oh, well. I don't think you can snitching? be in California, snitch. I don't know how he's still alive. Well, they move him from place to place, supposedly. Because out here, you know what? There's people that have, you know, talked, yeah. and um, some some of them are still respected or loved. Yeah. Or you know how, the, how I couldn't I couldn't live like that. But, I couldn't either. Okay, so that song's about don't tell, and um, what's your next single? Can you give that away? Um, what is my next single? Because you said you had two videos ready to drop. Oh yeah, well I dropped that one as a single before the EP. Okay. But the song is gonna drop with a video after my EP. Um, it's called From the Mud. Um, it's mostly just about where I came from and what I grew up from. Some uh -huh. a little some little tiny story. Right, right. Yeah. Well, just know this that, and I'm being 100 with you, and me and Erica have talked about this that. She knows that I believe in you, and I, I believe in your talent. I believe in your skills. And I told her this the other day. I said, whenever a conversation comes up about females, you are at the top of my list. 
And I'm being 100 with you. Erica knows that. I always say, you know what? I always give Bella her props. You know, I, I, I like to give you your flowers. I like to give Ray Monique her flowers. Mm -hmm. uh, um, uh, there's a lot of females out there that I believe that um, there's so much potential. Yeah. Part of it was holding, I believe, you back in a sense is this whole pandemic thing. Yes. Because you yes. could be traveling around. I could to be all at the, my shows right yes, now. At all of these places that you mentioned, New York or whatever else. You, yeah. you, you know what? I was supposed to have an EP listening party. I don't want to name drop, but I was going to have big artists there and stuff. Big names. And this COVID, it fucks shit up because we can't even network. We got to stay in one place. We had the spot and everything, but it's all good. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Your, your manager was telling me that they wanted certain people at a certain table. Yeah. There was no interacting. Yeah. You can't do that shit. There ain't shit to do if you're just going to have that. Yeah, and now they're talking about possibly even locking it down again. Oh, wow. Oh, I seen. Yeah, yeah so, you know, and, and, but this is during the time when everybody's going through these trials and tribulations of this pandemic that the strong the talented will survive and will shine in shine situations like this, you know? So I encourage you to keep it pushing, keep doing your music because eventually when all this is over, you know, the, the cream rises to the top, yes. like so they say, yes. you know, I, I, I want to see you go to New York. I want to see you go out of the country. And, and so, you know, but you know what? I don't want to be famous. I want to be rich. We're going to New York next month. Oh, yeah, we're going to New York next month. Someone hit me up for a feature. It was like, we'll pay for your flight how, and your hotel. How long are you guys planning to be there? Probably like a weekend, huh? Mm -hmm. A weekend? Okay. Yeah, just for do, a feature. Do you know what part of New York? Not yet. Okay, let me know because I, I got friends out there. Oh, okay. And, oh. and uh, one of my friends, he hosts a show for 50 Cent called This Is 50. Okay. And uh, um, if you guys are out there and it doesn't conflict with your guys' schedule, I'll yeah. tell them to hit you guys up. Okay. Thank and you. and um, because uh, you know what, I haven't even asked them if, if they closed down due to the pandemic, mm -hmm. but but um, I know it's right there in Times Square. So if you guys are going to Manhattan, let me know. Okay, okay? he he stays in Harlem, but he'll do it for me. Okay, you know it's good to have friends like Around. that. Yes. Yeah. Whenever I go out there, I go, I, yes, I go stay with him, and I know he'll love your stuff. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm serious because I just it. don't tell people stuff about you know artists if I don't believe in them, if I don't like them. You know, yeah, but anyway, so now your EP is gonna drop November 21st, 27th, 20 <laughs> Black Friday, just say Black Friday, yeah, Black Friday, that. 22nd, yes, 27th. I did say 27th earlier, and you said no, the 21st, no, you said the 26th, and then you said the 21st, and now it's like, now okay, it's just Black probably Friday. 7th now in your head, okay, Brown Friday, okay, cool, <laughs> all right, so, so, um, it's all platforms. All platforms. What everything. about hard copies? If people want to buy Ooh, hard copies. Oh, yes. I'm going to be dropping hard copies. Going to be dropping merch. All that good stuff. Okay. I'll, I'll buy one. I don't want nothing for free. Okay. I'll buy okay. one. We don't do nothing for free over here. Exactly. <laughs> and I want you to autograph it. Okay. Okay. So autograph it. Tony, Rodian Radio, blah, blah, blah. Tony, Rodian Radio. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now, um, what other social medias do you have other than Instagram? Do you, are you on um, the new TikTok thing? I just put up TikTok just so I could put my music up there. I, I noticed that it kind of blew up after I did a little freestyle with CNGZ or uh -huh. CNG. That's the name. CNGZ. I don't know. I call him by CNG. Um, it blew up. People liked it. People fucked with it. And they started putting it on TikTok. And I was like, wow, I don't even have a TikTok, but I'll make one for this. Right. And it right. worked. I post all my videos on there just to get more views on my YouTube. And it works. 
it works. Yeah, networking around social media really helps. I, I have somebody that's gonna do a, a TikTok for us for Rodian Radio. Oh wow, yeah, you should because it works. like okay, I have Facebook, but that's kind of like retirement. Yeah, book, yeah, you know that's for old people. Yeah, and and, and and I like Instagram. I don't have anything else, you know. Yeah. But people have told me get on TikTok is great promotion. Yeah, it is. You know, I know that's kind of like the new thing. But I'm not going to like dance or sing or drink, you know, oh. cranberry juice. You know, I'm not going to do that dumb shit. I know my boy John said he would. Huh, John? Yeah. See? He said, <laughs> he said he would. Yeah, so. Slanging his dick pump. Yeah, that's what he said. He's like, <laughs> his dick pump. So I'm, I'm trying, to, trying to be respectable. But you like comedy. You ain't helping. Right. Okay, the producers. Who produced your tracks? Dang. All right. So we got Darren Vegas produced like two, two or three. We got one hundo produced one. Um, and then we have Taxi. He produced one too. So yeah, okay. they're pretty cool. Good working with them. It was uh -huh. fun. Okay, that'll <laughs> work. And and uh, um. AMG. Oh, AMG. AMG produced. One of my beats. AMG. 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 Really? Wow. Shout out Tony for putting me on. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it, that was a while ago, huh? Wow. That's dope. I can't wait to hear that one. I like Darren that's Vegas. That's a singing one. No shit. That Aaliyah type song. Okay, I'm gonna have to check it out. Uh, uh, do, do you guys have it here? That. Okay. But you know what? You're gonna have to wait. We're gonna make you wait. Why? Cause I. I like my shit perfect. I'm not about to drop it if I don't like it. So I want to edit it more. Oh, so it's not on the EP yet? It's on the EP, but I'm editing it. So it's dropping next Friday. Okay. We have time. Okay. Yeah, that's my boy. I've been on AMG since we've been teen. Well, he was a teenager, you know, and uh, and he's 50 now. Dang. So, but I, I love that dude. Much love, much respect to Darren Vegas, another dope dude. He helped me produce that track for oh, yeah. Quickie Tales. Yes, I you see. Know, that was a dope one. Uh, I want to do some more work with him as well when time presents itself. But uh, I'll tell you, another dope producer, and I got to give him his flowers too, and hopefully you guys get to work with him at least one or two tracks, is my boy DJ Dominator mm. uh, from Santa Maria. Oh, okay. uh, um, I don't know if you know him or not, but he has a lot of dope funk mm -hmm. uh Dope yeah, tracks. I'm getting into a lot of that right so, now too. He's another dope producer. People love hearing that G Funk from me. I yeah. I noticed that. But well, I'm trying to be versatile. I'm trying to do a lot of things. Yeah, most definitely. And see see what works for you. And once you find out what works for you, then you attack it and that's who you cater to. Yeah. You know, you have to find out who your audience is. Yes. You know, so that's important. But I want to hear the AMG track. Uh, even if it's rough, I want to check it out. Okay. <laughs> I'll show you. So is that the one you're, you're singing on? Yeah. For reals? Okay, hey, you going to bust another verse for us? All right. Let's see. See what Take I got in my head. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. All right. I'll show you something from that hood shit, Pull Up. Okay. It's coming out on my EP, too. It's called Pull Up. Hide around right behind your fake ass crew And you gon' find out what the city really do to you He fucking you, but loving me, I guess we know the truth And if you fuck with one of mine, then you know what to do I fight bitches, shoot bitches, got a few missions The closest ones are gonna switch, they got a few visions Hey, and I ain't slacking, just nobody, I get used to this Want a problem, pull up, and we could use the bitch Yo, yo, thank you That was dope that was I dope. forgot my verse for a second It's alright <laughs> It's all right. We're only live. 
<laughs> it's okay because that's me. Hey, you know what? Practice makes perfect. Yeah. So now I'm gonna ask you a question, and I already know the answer, but I have to ask you: Do you write your own stuff? Yes, yes. I do get that question a lot. I write my own stuff. You know me. Okay. <laughs> That's a good thing. Now you don't have to depend on anybody because there's yeah, a lot of people like out I there. Want, I don't want to depend on nobody either to make my beats. So we'll get into that too eventually. I'm my little beat maker at my house. Okay. But it's just some small. Some to start off with. Okay. Because you went like this. Yeah. Like. Okay. So now, uh, uh, you write your own stuff. Are you your own worst critic? Yeah, it's my worst critic. I tell myself all the time, nah, this ain't good. Nah, this ain't good. Nah, this ain't good enough. Does oh. your manager ever say, that shit is good? Yes, all the time. All the time. But it's just me in my head. I, I'm never going to be okay with where I'm at. I'm always wanting to be better. Yeah. That's just my mentality. Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to always strive to be better. Yeah, definitely. Um, Since Rodian Radio, episode 61, have you done a lot of interviews? Actually, I haven't. I got asked since they seen this. I got asked to, but I kind of been busy just working on my EP, working on some singles. You know, okay. eventually I'll get there and help out everyone. I'm I'm kind of trying to grow my network, so eventually when I'm up there, I can help more people and be like, you know, I got all these views and I can help you. Right. You know, because right. right now it's not gonna benefit them much. Okay. Okay. And so, what do you just tell them? I just been busy. I. You just tell them the truth, right? Yeah, I just tell Not them, the you know what? Honestly, I'm working on a lot of stuff, you know. They they understand, and if they don't, fuck you. <laughs> hey, you're just being honest. <laughs> so, hey, well, now, you know what? I get a lot of people that ask me for interviews, and like, like I always say, uh, I did a lot leading up to uh, opening day here, September 11th of 2019. And I, I knew that once I started this, I wasn't going to do no more, mm -hmm. you know. But I just did Hoodstock, so I want to give a shout-out to my boy Lucky for giving me the opportunity to be on his podcast. And I think in a day, we hit like 10K views. Oh, like, wow. It did, it did very, very That's well. Good. So I encourage a lot of people to go on there because I said a lot of things that I normally didn't say mm -hmm. in an interview. And I wasn't even buzzed. And it's different as you getting interviewed now, huh? Right, right. right. And... Uh, um, so it was a, it was a good deal. So a lot of people tuned in. I got a lot of great uh, positive feedback from it because I spoke my mind and I said how I felt. Yeah, kind of like what you just said. Yeah, if you don't like I it, I be speaking my mind too much, a little too much. Yeah, does your manager ever say slow the hell down? <laughs> nah, Loki. She likes she likes that I'm out there like that, but I'm kind of working on holding myself back because I be too open sometimes to where like I don't know. I feel like it's the reason why people take advantage of it like they act stupid with me because they're like oh you know she talks like this just like this you know it's the way you carry yourself that people are gonna say like i'm gonna do this with her i'm gonna do this with her that's why i say it's hard to be a female in this rap game because they they obviously see how you carry yourself and how you present yourself and it's right. it's different being a female honestly well you know if if you're a very direct person like the way you are it keeps people from coming at you sideways yeah you know, they know that you're not about the bullshit. And if it's no, it's no. Yeah. You know, and they just don't have to swallow that. Yeah. You know, but now let's talk a little bit about females in the business. Uh, first, give me some names of some females that maybe are not up there yet, but are that you like and that 
you know, because I know Ray Monique, you did stuff with her. Mm-hmm. I like Ray. to give her her flowers. I like her yes. stuff a lot. I love her stuff. She's like the main artist I ever listen to on the daily. Like, she's dope, to be honest with you. And I'm glad that I got to make music with her. And I'm glad that I personally know her. Right. That's the homegirl. She's cool. Yeah. Who, who else that are out there? Maybe they may, may not be known or maybe they are that uh, you like, you recognize as like, you know, they're dope. Hmm. I don't know. It's hard to find like female rappers. You know what? There's this girl named Crystal Poppin. Crystal Two Poppin. She just got signed with El Rio or something like that. Uh huh. But um, she's dope. She's pretty cool. Coming out with new things, different style. Um, I like to follow a lot of female rappers that I see anywhere pop up on Instagram on right. anything. I just I I find their shit real quick. Do, do you ever get a lot of female followers yes. uh, uh, that that tell you, you know what, like give you your flowers and say, yes. you know. F- rappers or just in general? Both. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. A lot of, I get a lot of texts like, oh, I look up to you and I love that. I'm glad they look up to me. So, yeah, got to send an example. Absolutely. And, and hopefully, like I said, when all of this thing is over, you get to travel to Mexico, mm-hmm. you get to perform over there to travel to new york because that's just going to open doors up yes, for you even definitely. more and then when people want features you know well guess what the price just went up yes you know and it isn't so much that uh you're on some cocky shit the thing is that you know what artists have bills too yeah and as you know? i'm getting bigger it's gonna be like that yeah always remained and, and me and erica talk uh there what i get from you is a very very humble person but also very direct mm-hmm. and that's a lot like me I could be very, very nice, but when a person crosses me or do, does me wrong, it's over. Yeah, you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning twice, mm-hmm. and than me fucking with you ever again. Mm-hmm. That that's just the way it is with me. You know, I don't allow people to do me dirty. And then, I play the part. I get that sneaky shit. <laughs> so you know what? I I I don't allow people like that. Yeah. But uh, you're very direct. You're a very humble person, and. Uh, always remember this that you only go as far as your attitude. Yes. There are yes. there, there are some guys that are dope rappers, but the approach to me is, yes. is wrong. Or even getting at me too, like that kills it, that fucking kills it. And they're old ass men. Just the way their raps are good and they try getting at me and it's like over. Nah. Really? Yeah. See, now that's another part of the industry that's very, very ugly. Yes. Especially for women. Yes. That With a men. lot of women are taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Like you know? fucking Trey. What's his name? Trey Song, right? Uh-huh. And fucking Megan. He shot her in the foot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, him. <laughs> Do you believe he, he shot her in the foot? Because he tried to deny it. I guess he tried to say that. It well, how did she get shot? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just telling you what he said. You know? I don't know, but stuff like that is just it trips me out because i'm putting myself into this and it's like damn what if that shit happens to me you know i'm not expecting it and it happens but yeah well that's why i don't want the fame i just want to be rich right you know that's good that's good well but you know what comes hand in hand yeah the bad thing is that when you start making a lot of money like biggie said more money more problems and it's very very true you'll get long lost relatives come looking for you you'll get people that claim that you know, that they're your stepbrother or some, some bullshit. Yeah. Believe me, uh, when I had my record deal, sad to say, I had family members from Mexico coming over here looking for me whom I never fucking met. Trying but, to get a reach out yeah, to you. Yeah. And me too. I felt that. I have family members I never knew and reaching out to me. Not a bad thing, but it's like, 
it's the timing and it's almost mm -hmm. like, okay, why are you reaching mm -hmm. out to me now? You know, you never knew me before and never talked to me before. Why now? Well, that, that, that comes with the business. Yeah. You know, so expect that. Uh, and the sad thing is that the more you uh, uh, get bigger, the less you're going to trust people because you don't yes. really know why they're your friends. And that's why I remain humble because at the end of the day, it's always going to stay like that. Yeah. Trust issues. Yeah, no, it's true. Uh, um, st stick to your music practice performances uh now I, I know that this pandemic hit prior did you do a lot of shows at all mm -mm, i did like actually even in this covid i got shows in vegas people are in vegas trying to get me on shows okay so, and did you do them um i did one another one it got it ended up getting canceled okay right? now uh, uh are you comfortable performing Hella. I love performing. At first, I just get that rush. I can't smoke a drink because I start getting, like, anxiety <laughs> before my shows, at least. But, yeah, I love getting on that stage. It makes me feel like I'm at home. Okay. Now, let me give you some advice on that. Uh, I'm not a rapper, but I've been a lot around a lot of rappers, and I've DJed for a lot of rappers. Mm -hmm. I've toured a lot. Uh, one thing that I've always said with whoever I'm performing, say that I would a DJ for you just hypothetically. And my talk to you would be like this. We got to fuck this show up. Mm -hmm. I don't give a damn if there's 20 people out there. We're going to rock for those 20 people because those 20 people, guess what? I'm going to post it on social media. Mm -hmm. Other people are going to see or it. Or in those 20 people might be one person that's big or, yeah, you know. You just never know. Yeah. You just never know. You got to get people their money's worth. You got to get people why they came to see you. Yeah. Because I've known rappers that have said, man, there's only like 100 people out there. Fuck that. I ain't going out there to perform. Wow. But those 100 people went out and paid. They would go up there drunk or high and just whatever. Mm -hmm. And people would leave. And then on the social media, I would read like, that dude, that was a fucking lame ass show. That dude sucks or whatever. Yeah. You don't ever want that. No. So you got to go out there and perform big as if... It, it, uh, thousands of people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So practice that yeah. you know even if it's in your room and you're just holding the broom oh and you're i think that's what kind of like made me into music in the way i am was my pops because my family not just my pops my family we always had you know the band around and they're always jamming out i always sing in front of them they'd make me sing and i think that's what brought me out to performing and stuff is just right. being around my family singing and stuff i always been wanting to dance sing do something that puts me into the crowd Okay, that'll work. Okay, so at this time, shout-outs. Any shout-outs you yeah, want to give? Yeah, I want to shout-out everybody that helped me out with the EP, produced, mixed, everything. Shout-out to all my features. I'm going to give a big shout-out to my manager. It's like my second mom. <laughs> Erica in the building. Shout-out to Tony, really big part of my life. I appreciate him helping me out with everything I do. Shout out to the Rodium Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, thank you for coming. I greatly appreciate it. So let me get this right. Black Friday. Black Friday, November 27th. Okay. When, uh, I don't know if you guys are going to make a flyer for that day or whatever. We Let me know will. and I'll post it up. Okay. Okay. So that way people can support you. Okay. And uh, I want to support you. And when the, seat, the hard copies come in, please, you know, just come, just yes, chill one day, whatever. Definitely. We'll grub or whatever. But I want a copy. Okay. Even if I never open it, I want a sealed <laughs> copy so that way I can put up in my showcase. Definitely. Not so, you. so thank you uh, for coming. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for uh, 
you know, just uh, giving us the time to interview. Yes, thank so, you. So once again, everybody, we're going to go ahead and take a 10-minute break. And Evelyn G. just walked in the motherfucking building. So give us 10 minutes. Go get yourself a Modelo. Go warm yourself up some frijoles and whatever the fuck you're eating. Come back in 10 minutes. Don't fuck around. But make sure you call somebody, text somebody, slap the shit out of somebody. Let them know that Bella's in the motherfucking building. So we'll be back mm -hmm. 10 minutes. Welcome back, everybody, to Rhodium Radio, episode 112. And I want to thank everybody who's tuned in, everybody who has subscribed, and everybody that has left negative and positive comments. It's all love. Everybody in the live chat, much love, much respect to all you guys. And uh, guess what? Evelyn G is in the building. So with that being said, allow me to introduce the one and only Evelyn G. Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? I'm good. A little bit nervous, but I'm good. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay to be nervous. Yeah. You know, sometimes uh, those are the best interviews, you know. Yeah. So today's Wednesday. How was your weekend? Let's start back from Friday. Can you remember that far back? Mm, Friday. Oh, damn. Honestly, I don't even remember. <laughs> um, I don't remember Friday, but I remember Sunday. I was... Um, I went to spend it with my family. Sundays are always for family for me. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the way it should be. Family is important. Mm -hmm. And uh, so far, uh, how's the week been going for you? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, productive? Um, kind of. I'm just, right now, I'm just staying at home. Okay. Yeah. Well, is it because of the pandemic or are you a homebody? No, well, the pandemic too. Um, I actually, I actually just had a baby, so I'm just staying at home with her. Oh, okay. That's yeah. awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. That'll work. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Now, let me ask you this. Uh, since you've been staying at home, do you watch a lot of TV? Yeah. Like, what do you like yeah. to watch? Novelas or what? Yeah, I just finished watching um, the novela El Señor de los Cielos. Uh -huh. I just finished that one. It was so long. I think it took me like two years to watch it. Why two years? Because it was like on and off. I'll watch it and then like I won't and I'll just keep going back to it. I think it was like 500 episodes or something. It no was, shit. Like, it was pretty long. Yeah, novelas are usually long as hell. Yeah. You know? But, but uh, those are the good ones. The long yeah, novellas yeah. are good. I, I had no choice because growing up, you know, in a Mexican home, my mom always watched novelas. Mm -hmm. So we had no choice but to sit there. Ama, ya la podemos cambiar, por favor. You know, and she she wouldn't because we had to watch her damn novelas. But I get it. It's all good. Yeah. And, but now, any good movies lately you've seen? Movies? Mm. Are you like a horror Fan. No, I don't really like horror movies. The only horror movies I liked were um, Insidious. Um, I think it was three of them, right? I liked yeah. all three of them, and um, I think that's pretty much it. I don't really like horror movies. No comedy. Mm. Yeah, I like comedy movies. Give me, give me one of your favorite comedy movies. Give me a couple mm. if you know any, if you can remember. Um, I know Friday, all of the Fridays. <laughs> um, Even though the first one was the best one. Yeah, the first one was the best one. Um, I don't know. I can't even think of. I think the first Grown Ups too. That like, um, I can't even think of movies. Okay. What about action movies? Do you like a lot of action movies? Like mm, kind of. Not like really. Taken. You like that movie? Oh, I I like Taken. Yeah. The first one. one. I think only the first one. The second one, I didn't really like it. Uh, you know, I started watching all three of them, and after a while, like this guy kicks a lot of fucking ass. Yeah. They're, they're all the same. They they just keep repeating everything yeah. from the first one. They take the daughter, and then they take the wife, and mm -hmm. if you do Taken four, they're probably gonna take his fucking dog. <laughs> You know, some, you know, yeah. but I mean, I like him. I think he's a great actor. I think he kicks some dope ass on, on, yeah. the, on the movies, 
But after a while, it's like the same shit. Yeah, you get tired of it. Yeah. What I'm always like hostile or I'm always mm. like the purge. I was talking to Bella. Oh, yeah, and the she purge like, was good too. Purge was good. The yeah. first one was good. Mm-hmm. After a while, it kind of dragged yeah. down. Yeah. Kind of dragged down a little bit. Okay. A sports girl. Do you like sports? Mm, I used to like soccer, but I don't really watch sports on TV anymore. I used to play soccer. Were you any good? I don't know, kind of, maybe kind of. <laughs> I just played, I think, for like three or four years in middle school and high school a little bit. Okay, okay. Now, 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 where are you originally from? Where did you grow up at? Um, it's funny because where I grew up is like the borderline of Compton, LA, and Gardena. All right. So it's like, um, it's really funny because the house where I lived in, it was like the front yard in my location would say like, Oh, Compton, the backyard would say um, L.A., and the side would say, like, Gardena. Like, it was it was funny. It was, like, right on the borderline. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's weird. And and that's pretty much where you, you were raised? Yeah. Okay. What, what, what elementary, junior high school, or high school did you attend? I went to school in Compton. Okay. So, in middle school, I mean, elementary school, I went to McKinley Elementary from preschool all the way to fifth grade and then middle school i went to vanguard middle school but they knocked it down so they made it to like you know like a charter school obama charter school or something and then high school i went to two i went to centennial high school and then um i went to a continuation um it was called cesar chavez okay Centennial has a lot of history, especially I yeah. performed there at Centennial High School. Oh, really? I want to say 1990 or shit, either 1990 or 81 mm-hmm. uh, for the rapper that I produced this record for, High C. Oh, okay. He, he went there along with Second to None, DJ Quick. DJ Quick, too. They're all from Centennial. Yeah. And uh, when I first met High C, I really wasn't feeling like his rapping skills. I liked his voice because he kind of reminded me like an Easy e Yeah. But... One day he calls me and he says, hey, man, I want you to DJ for me. I'm performing in my in my gym. There was a lot of people there. So I took my speakers, my turntables and everything, and we performed. And that's what convinced me to work with him because on how he interacted with the crowd when he performed. Yeah. You know, now, uh, um, well, I don't want to get into you performing just yet. I don't want to talk about the music just yet, but... Mm-hmm. Centennial does have a lot of, of history. A lot of history, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I lived in Compton, but only till I was about nine years old, and oh, then okay. we, I grew up here in the city of Wilmington. Been here ever since. So now, uh, growing up, and uh, your home, uh, with your mother and your father. What type of music would you say you were raised with as a youth growing up? Um, they would play pretty much the same music. Um, it was like Spanish rap, hip hop, um, like cumbias. Um, reggaeton, um, uh, like R&B, rap, it was like pretty much everything. Okay. Uh, around what age would you say you got introduced to hip hop? Was it, was it at a young age or was it later on? Yeah, I was at a young age, but I don't remember what, it, how exactly old I was, but it was a Like what age. groups or what rapper it was? Yeah. Okay. What, what is your earliest remembrance of maybe where you could say, I started to like rap or, you know, uh, uh, do you remember who it was that you heard? Mm, I honestly liked rap ever since I could remember. Like, I don't think a certain age I started, like, I liked it, like, all my life. Okay. Uh, 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 growing up, who were some of your favorites? Um, Biggie, Tupac. Um, I think I was more into Spanish rap, though. Um, probably, like... Like, now I think he's a new artist now. Have you heard of Neto Reino? No, I have not. Oh, I like him. He's a Spanish rapper, too. 
Um, I used to listen to Miss Crazy too. Okay. And there's a lot of artists. Aquid. 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 Yeah. Spanish Fly. Proper Those. I used to like. So you liked a lot of Chicano rap. Yeah, I like Chicano rap. Not necessarily just uh, uh, Spanish rap. Mm -hmm. Of course, you listen to both. Yeah, I listen to both. Okay. Um, There was another guy. God, I should have. I'm trying to remember. See if you've heard of them. But Aquid, I had them here. I interviewed them here. Mm -hmm. And we had a really, really dope time. They're going to be releasing something new soon, mm -hmm. hopefully. And I'm going to bring them back. Yeah. Because we had a really, really great turnout here. And, um, yeah, I, I really like their stuff. There's yeah. another guy that raps dope in Spanish. Uh, I don't know if you know, Duende. Oh, I've heard of him, but I haven't heard his music. Yeah, really, really good. I, I interviewed him here too. Mm -hmm. I mean, but there's guys from San Diego as well. I mean, like, I like Night Owl. I like uh, Little One. Como se llama? Este Shadow. A lot of those guys rap dope in Spanish. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you another guy for me. And I don't say this to offend all the homies that I've already mentioned. Yeah. But to me, the guy who I consider, once again, in my humble opinion, the best Spanish rapper is a guy named Sinfo El Pecador. From the group called the Mexicans. My heaven. Uh, I'll I break, I'll pull up a song and I'll play it for you. Okay. This guy translated words in Spanish that I didn't think were translatable. <laughs> I, I I'm very serious because a lot of people when they mention either Chicano rap or just Spanish rap, mm -hmm. they always fail to bring him up. I believe it's because they never heard of him because he came out in mid nineties. Oh, okay. But he was very, very good. Well he still is very, very freaking good and i don't know anybody that can take that title away from him yeah but uh proper those good friends of mine as well um and your parents they, they liked a rap too as well yeah and um also too the group have you heard of cartel de santa yes i, I, I never like heard the music too. i heard the name oh okay yeah they have good music too okay now um you mentioned biggie mm -hmm. you mentioned tupac mm -hmm. what was it about biggie that you liked i don't know i think his flow it was just his flow too. Okay. I think I used to like him more than Tupac, but then I was like, oh, like I was in between. Like I like both of them. Okay. And I, I usually ask my guests this question because when whenever they mention, uh, uh, like whenever I ask them, uh, what rappers do you like? They'll, they'll always mention Biggie and Tupac. That's mm -hmm. already a given. Okay. <laughs> so you take Tupac's All Eyes On Me album uh -huh. and you take uh, Biggie's uh, second album. What was that? That one? Till Death Do Us Part or something like that? Or what was it called? Life After Death? Oh, yeah, Life After Death. Okay, that one. You take that record. Both of them were a double CD. Mm -hmm. If you had to choose one, who would you choose? Probably Tupac. Okay, yeah. From those albums, I'll pick Tupac. What was it about Tupac? You said Biggie was his flow. Mm -hmm. And what was it about? Um, Tupac, I think, I don't know. He, I think he would rap like, like real, real life stories, like, I don't know. I think he, he like went through a lot and he like let it out in his music. Right. Okay. Here's probably a tough question that I'm about to ask you. I know music has changed from the 90s. Mm -hmm. I, I like 90s rap. Yeah, I really, too. really fucking love 90s rap. Today, music is really different now. From, yeah. If you compare it to Biggie's and Pac's, okay, to, today's music is different. If Biggie and Pac would still be alive... Do you think that they, their lyrics or their message, their music will still be relevant today? Mm, that's a hard question. Um, maybe. 
Maybe. Maybe. You know, because you got dope guys out there like 50 Cent. I like mm -hmm. 50. Yeah. 50. That can wrap their asses off. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, I don't want to use the word they can't sell anymore. They don't rap the same anymore? Their lyrics are different now? Different or because music changed. I almost seem like they're a little bit older and they may be a little hard to fit in with this younger generation. Yeah, I think that's what it is too. So so I kind of wonder if Pac, but, but Pac... Pac was fucking dope. He was amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I usually share this story. I met Pac when he was 19 years old. Oh, really? Yeah, I met Pac in Oakland. Oh. So, uh, okay, so now, growing up, you play any instruments? Mm, I remember I tried to play the drums one time. <laughs> and then in middle school, I played the flute. But I don't even remember how to play if you ask me now. Um, I tried to play a little bit of guitar before, but I didn't really get it either, so... Really? That was it, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, uh, um, when did you get interested in wanting to rap? In wanting to rap? Like, um, around what age were you when you said, you know what, I think I want to go ahead and just try this out. Let's see what happens. I think I was like 14. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. It was actually like a weird story because I didn't even know like I was good at writing because I would write my own lyrics. Um, I remember my dad started a car club and then we used to go to Crenshaw. That was like back then we used to go to Crenshaw every weekend, every weekend, sometimes Fridays and Sundays or Saturdays and Sundays, but mostly it was every Sunday. Right. And then um, I remember one time we came home from Crenshaw and then like the whole block, it was like a, like there was no light. So we were like, oh, like, what do we do now? Like, it was like a blackout. Yeah, it was a blackout. And I was like, oh, like, what do we do? And it was like a couple of us. And I was like. Oh, like, I'm just going to write about, like, what we've seen today at Crenshaw, like, all the car clubs or whatever. And then um, I think it was, like, me and, like, three other people. And one of them was my sister. And I was like, I'm going to write all of us a verse, and we're just going to, like, do it, like, playing around. And then after that, I was like, oh, it actually sounds good. So, like, <laughs> after, like, um, alone, like, after that day, I just started writing, like, by myself. And I will just record, like, on my laptop or something, like, on a YouTube beat or a SoundCloud beat or something, like and then um, I think when I was like um, 18 or 19, I, I told my dad, like, I, I like want to take it serious. Like, I want to go record music. And then from there, everything just took off. So That's dope. That's dope. So what was the name of your dad's car club? Um, Barrio Times Car Club. <laughs> okay. That's dope. And and uh, you used to go to Crenshaw. Yeah, we used to go to Crenshaw. That was back then. They don't they don't do that anymore. No, no, those days are over. Yeah, those he, days are over. Here in my neighborhood, every once in a while they still have cruise night. Yeah. But it's it's. It's not the same anymore. It, no, though. it's not the same, and it's only till the cops come. Yeah. And then because you know they fuck everything up or whatever. Mm -hmm. My boy just want to cruise and have a good time, you know. But the cops come and yeah, fuck everything up. Now, um, so you you told your dad you want to take a little bit serious. Mm -hmm. Where did it go from there? Did you buy any equipment? Uh, you know no um it was like a family member that we knew and he did music too and um i guess he knew like a studio or something like and he had like a engineer and um he told us oh if you want to take music serious like um i could take you over there and so we went and then i recorded a song and after that like my dad told me i'm gonna take you over there and if you like it you could keep doing it so after that song i told him like when i stepped out the booth i was like i like it like i want to keep doing this like it made me feel like good and, and uh, how old were you at this time when you did that um i think i was like 19 or i was already like older 18 oh. or 19. okay so you you did that song do you remember what beat what did you get did, did you have a producer 
Did you download? No, I found that beat off YouTube. Okay, okay, and yeah. and uh, so you wrote the song. Yeah, I wrote the song and I just got the beat from YouTube and I was like, because I didn't know about anything. I had to learn everything like on my own. Yeah. I didn't know you had to buy a beat like excuse exclusively. I didn't know like, I didn't know anything. I, I had to learn like, um, as I go, I had to learn. On my yeah, own. that's usually usually yeah. how how it goes. Mm -hmm. Um, so now you go and then you wrap that beat. Was that the first time you were ever in any studio recording? Yeah, that was the first time. You ever nervous? No. I thought I would be, like, probably on the drive there, but when I got there and I stepped in the booth, like, it went away. I was like, I don't know. Now, now never, have, never having been able to record or never being, never recorded before, let me say it that mm -hmm. way, was it hard for you to stay on beat? Because, no. see, let me tell you why I asked that. Because I know a lot of people that can freestyle their asses off. Mm -hmm. Okay? And here's what happens. When they get in there to record, they cannot stay on beat. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. No, I didn't have a hard time. Was, I don't know. I just, I guess I had it like naturally. Like it just came to me naturally. Okay. Now, how did you learn about bars uh, up until that point? Or did you rap all the way through or... I don't know. I just I just learned like on my own because I would listen to the beat like so many times before I write like anything. Mm -hmm. So I'll be like, okay, this part is probably like a verse, and then this part is the hook. Like I'll listen to like the switch up in the beats. So that's how I knew. Okay, okay. Yeah. And the engineer who who did this, uh, did he do a good job? I mean, as far as uh, yeah, he did. Okay. So to this day, I still go there. So I think that was like this is probably like three years ago when I started. Uh huh. And I still go to that studio to record. Okay, now, um, do you is that song still available? Is that song the still first out? song I recorded? Yeah. yeah, it's on YouTube. Okay, no, and what was the name of the song? It was called Ace. Ace, mm -hmm. like A C E. Mm -hmm. Now, what was that song about? Um, it was about in high school. I think it was like ninth or tenth grade. I, I remember I got like jumped by like my best friend and like some other girl. I don't know. <laughs> so I was just like, that was the first song that I wrote about. By your best friend? By my best friend. <laughs> Hopefully, it wasn't over a dude. No, I don't think I don't even remember to be honest, but I don't think it was. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. <laughs> wow! Oh wow, that's crazy. Best friend. Yeah. Well, sometimes these so-called best friends are the ones that fucking yeah, backstab I you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know they backstab you, and damn, that sucks. Okay, so now you record that song. You record the first verse. Mm -hmm. The guy stops it. He rewinds it. Plays it. You hear it. You hear your verse. Do you like what you heard? Yeah, I was like, I was like so like. I don't know. I was kind of like in shock. I was like, dang, like, I don't know. I was kind of proud of myself because I did. I honestly, the whole song, I did it in one take. I didn't have to do it again and again. I did it in one take. So I was like so in shock at that time. Really? Mm -hmm. In one take? He didn't say do it over again? No. He was surprised too. He was like, have you ever done music like in the studio? I was like, no. To this day, I still do it like that. Every time I record a song, I do it like in one take most of the time. Really? Yeah. Wow. And you did your own hook? Yeah, I did my own hook. I remember with that song, I was struggling so much. I was like, what do I do for the hook? I didn't know because I was like, I have to do something like catchy. Like it was my first song. But I think it took me, it took me like a couple weeks to get the hook only. The song, I did it like in a day. But the hook, I mean, the verse that I did in a day, the hook, I couldn't like figure it out. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Now, now let me ask you about today's music. Since we earlier, we brought up... Uh, you know, as far as artists uh, that you you would listen to, whether it was Spanish or or just um, you know Chicano rap. Today's Chicano rap. Do you listen to it first of all? Mm, a little bit. 
I still listen to the old Chicano rap, to be honest. Okay. Well, what is the difference between the Chicano rap that you listen to compared to the Chicano rap that's out right now? What, what do you think? It, it, or is there a difference? Or um, Not with everybody, but I think with some people, they try to do like like a new style. Like They just switch it up. Like It's not like how, how people do music back then. It's a little bit different. Okay. Uh, um, who are some of the Chicano rappers, if any, that you listen to today that you're a fan of? Like new or old? Yeah, just new. Maybe new? within the last, I don't know, five years or something. Mm, new? I don't know. I can't even think of any. Okay, so like nobody ever comes by and says, hey, check this out and plays it. Or, or you ever go on YouTube and then you find somebody on a platform and you're like, oh, this guy's pretty dope or... Have you found anybody lately? Mm, not that I could think of right now. Okay. What about female rappers? Are you a fan of female rappers? Female, like new or old? New. New? Um, oh, I've heard some of Bella's music. Uh-huh. And she's, she's a really good artist. Yeah. Um, what about people like, because a, a lot of girls like, like, Snow the product. You know? Mm. Do, do you... Uh, Maybe that's not your cup of tea, and I understand, but you have heard of her, correct? Yeah, I've heard of her. Okay, but uh, is there any females other than what you mentioned, Bella, mm -hmm. uh, that are pretty dope that you listen to? That are like in Chicano rap or like or, or just in general? In general. Um, I don't think so. Okay, so now I'm going to throw this out there. Who do you listen to? <laughs> I listen to... Like old school music or like oldies sometimes. So you're pretty much stuck in that era. Yeah, I think I am. And, and it's a safe to say because the music today just isn't better than that era. Yeah, I don't think it is. Yeah, see, that's that's why guys like me, people say, you're, you're just old school. Mm -hmm. It's not that, of course, I like all the old shit. Yeah. But I, I think that this era of Chicano rap or just rap in general is better than today's. That's how, at least how I feel, you yeah. know, that's just the way it is for me. Um, I mean, there's a lot of Chicano rappers that I interviewed here and I like them. Yeah. I, I may not be a fan of their music, music. but you know what? I want to help them. Yeah. You know, um, I had a guy here, uh, his name was A.O.T., he he's a legend uh and he helped create and form what chicano rap is today he had a song called tequila and he wrote a lot of songs for kid frost a lot of kid frost's uh, songs were written or hits were made by him mm -hmm. or, or you know written by him. of course frost's voice his delivery together combined you know hits okay yeah. never take nothing away from anybody but he was here and we made a clip uh, of his interview we posted it up and the name of the clip was called most of chicano rap sucks now he said that i didn't i was only quoting him mm -hmm. and uh, uh a lot of people thought that that was hate yeah he clearly said my opinion most of today's not everybody but the most of the chicano rap that's really? coming out mm -hmm. sucks and i have to agree with him yeah, and I, and I'll tell you why because I believe that there's a lot of rappers out there that shouldn't be rapping. A lot of rappers just want that social media popularity. Yeah, that you want to be YouTube famous and 
you know, I'm a gangbanger, so I'm going to put that over a beat. <laughs> and what we're doing, I think, and again, this is just my opinion and his, I think that we're just flooding the market with a bunch of stuff that it's not even really any good. Yeah. You know, but if you look at like, for the sake of the conversation, I'll say black rap, there's also a lot of stuff out there that fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. You know, so we're not picking on any type of ethnicity, you know, whether it's Chicanos or we're not picking on blacks or, you know, for lack of better words, but there's a lot of shit out there that just sucks. Yeah. And so he got some slack because he told he spoke the truth. And I think, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think to a certain extent, you would somewhat agree that a lot of the stuff out there just isn't any good. Yeah, that's true. I think a lot of people just try to fit in or try to fit in that category and they don't. Right. That's, right. That's, that's what I think. Okay. Now, let, let me ask you a question. I asked a lot of other Chicano rappers this. What is Chicano rap? Chicano rap? What is Chicano rap? Your best answer your best interpretation of chicano rap mm, let me see i don't know that's a hard question um a lot of people i think a lot of people have different definitions for it but to me i'll say it's like i don't know i think it goes like a long way okay um let me help you out with that rich g uh -huh. okay i believe gave the best answer to that and i have to agree with him when I asked him, what is Chicano rap? He said, it's our culture, mm -hmm. nuestra cultura. Yeah. And it's true. Yeah, that is true. It's our culture on wax or on vinyl, whatever, you know, whatever. It's true. Mm -hmm. I, I, I love that answer. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of times uh, people have given me different answers, you know, but I think to me, that's the best one. And I think you would probably agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I do. You know, now our culture being put out there in music it needs to be re represented right, you know. And you liking the older stuff more than the newer stuff, there's a possibility that today is just not representing our culture right, mm -hmm. possibly, you know. Now, here's another one. Might be a tough one, okay? Okay. And this is a controversial one. Do you have to be a Chicano to be a Chicano rapper? Mm, that is a hard question. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I'm. I don't think so. Okay. Or I don't know. I don't even know how. How do you get categorized into Chicano rap? Like. Th that that's that's an easy one, but it sucks. I'm gonna tell you. Mm -hmm. In today's entertainment industry, it's like, for an example, say that I'm I don't know 22, 23 years old, and I want to start rapping. Mm -hmm. This industry will automatically put, put you, you in that category because of what I am. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, you're a Chicano. Yeah, then you're a Chicano rapper. Why can't I just be an artist? Yeah. I mean, think about that. I know there's people that fight on both sides. No, I'm a Chicano rapper. Okay, cool. But I believe, this is just me, you're limiting yourself. That's it. You're limiting yourself yeah. because when people hear the title Chicano rapper, not that it's a bad thing. But it's like, oh, okay, they think you're rapping to more bounce, you know? And you, they think every other word is cubole, orale, ese, mija, que onda. Yeah. That's what a lot of people, not all, but a lot of people categorize that as Chicano rap. Yeah, that's you know? true. And if you want to be a Chicano rapper, it's not a bad thing. I just think that you're limiting yourself. There's a huge audience out there for it. But you know what? I want to reach everybody. I want to reach everybody. You know, mm -hmm. 
So, you having a good time so far? Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel that nervous anymore. Okay, you're comfortable? You're good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Okay, cool. We're going to go ahead and take a 10-minute break. We're going to come right back, and we're going to talk about how you met Toker. Okay. Cool. Okay, everybody. Uh, once again, Evelyn G is in the motherfucking building. Go get yourself something to drink. This is uh, the fourth quarter. We'll be back. Uh, don't fuck around. Make sure you call somebody, text somebody, slap the shit out of somebody, let them know that Evelyn G is in the motherfucking building, and we'll be back. Welcome back, everybody, to Rotom Radio episode 112, and I'm here with none other than Evelyn G. So, Evelyn G, how was that shot? Good. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So, so, what is he drinking over there? Just uh, the Douce with Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. You're a Dr. Pepper fan? Yeah. I love Dr. Pepper. Me too. <laughs> That's dope. Okay. Before we went to break, mm -hmm. uh, we were touching on uh, Toker, rest in peace. Mm -hmm. um, how did you come about meeting him? How were you introduced to him? How, who made that connection? Fill us in, please. Okay. Um, I met him in 2018. Like, yeah, that was like two years ago. Um, it was actually crazy because I remember at that time, um, I was looking for a job and I was like, I didn't know they had a brown side store in LA. So I, I like texted him and I was, I don't know if he was going to reply. I was just like, let me try. I texted him and I was like, oh, are you guys hiring at the brown side store? And I told him who I was. I was like, um, I'm a rapper. I think I told him I was like 19 at the time. And he, he actually replied and he was like, oh, um, we're not hiring at the time, but I'm going to let somebody no, he said, I'm going to need somebody soon, so I'll keep you in mind. And then he was like, oh, um, but how long have you been rapping? And I told him, oh, like less than a year at the time. And then he was like, let me hear your music. And I sent it to him and he was like, oh, like he started asking me questions like, how old are you? Um, he said he liked my music. And then we were just talking back and forth, I think for like um, a month or something. And then he would ha he would have meeting greets at the Brownside store with all his artists at the time. And I would go to all of the events. And then I, I remember, I think the first person I met was Rich G at the Brownside store. And then I was talking to him and I showed him my music too. And he he really liked it. And he was like, I'm going to tell Toker about you. And then um, I remember they did like a live or something. And Rich G was over there with Toker. And, they were, and then um, I think Toker had hit me up. And he was like, oh, I'm right here with Rich G. And he's, he's talking to me about you and he says um he likes your music and you're a good person or whatever and then um i told him yeah like i really want to do music and i want to take it serious and he was like okay um he told me give me a call and then i called him and he was like um i'm looking for a female artist right now and he said i'm um if you really want to take it serious let me know um but i told him at the time my dad was managing me so he was like ask your dad for permission first like let him know everything right. that i'm telling you and if you guys want to move forward with everything, then let me know. And um, and we did. We t we had. I think we took like a couple weeks talking about it. And then I told Toker, oh, like my dad said, yes, like um, we could do it. And then he was like, okay. Um, I remember I had did. A, I I went to meet him in Rosarito, and then um, that first day, right when I got there, he had picked us up. And then um, I went. We went straight to the studio. He took me to the studio over there, and we recorded a song, and it was called uh, "From the Streets." And then um, when I had got back over here, I recorded a video for it, and it's on YouTube. 
But I released it after he after he had passed away. Okay. Um, now let me ask you a couple of questions. Could you said something like, "I texted him." Mm -hmm. Where did that number come from? Was that from a flyer oh. for his job, or what was it? No, I texted him on Instagram. Okay. It was on, on Instagram. Okay, so it was through to the DM, and you um, told him mm -hmm. that uh, you want you wanted the job, pretty much. Yeah. And he said, "We're not hiring." Okay. And then you said you sent him uh, uh, your music. Was it through the DM as well, through email? Yeah. I sent him the YouTube link through yeah through Instagram too. Okay, and what was his response to your music? Um, he said that that he liked it and that I um, what did he say? He said that I was a good um. He asked me if I write my own lyrics too, and I told him yeah, like everything I do it on my own. So I guess he said not many people do that, so he was like surprised. Yeah. And um, yeah, we just went from there. Okay, so how long was it before you actually met him? That you guys were going back and forth was a couple of months couple of weeks it was like um like two months i think okay yeah, like two months and then finally uh, uh how did he get you to go to rosarito um after i told him like yes like um you want to take a serious i want to take a serious and that i'll be um because he said he wanted to sign like a female artist so i told him when i after i told him yes then that's when he was like okay like um for us to go meet him me and my dad to go meet him so we had went i think it was like it was around august in 2018 when we had went over there okay oh it was no it was september it was september it was the week of the mexican independence day we had went over there when they had the the boxing fight we watched over there too with toker okay okay and and what was um what was it like meeting him talking to him cool dude mm. you know i hear a lot of great things yeah. about the guy i was i was so like i was kind of starstruck because okay. i remember listening to him since like i was younger because of my dad since my dad used to listen to him too since like the 90s uh -huh. so i was like so starstruck and i was like damn like i couldn't believe it like it didn't feel like real it felt like kind of like a dream like but he was a really good person he he made us feel like comfortable we didn't feel like uncomfortable like at all he made us feel like we were home like he made he was like he was a really good person. Okay. And um, so you guys get there and he says, I got this song mm -hmm. that we're going to do. Uh, did you do like a whole verse, a whole song or? Well, because before I had win, he told me to write us. He had gave me a couple beats and I picked one and he told me, okay, write a song about. Um, we were talking on the phone like for a couple of days and he's like, I want you to write a song about this, like about me and um, I think how I grew up or something. And then um, I was like, okay, like by the time I get over there, it's gonna be done. So when we had went, he asked me like, is it finished? And I told him, yes. So on the way to the studio, I was rapping it to him, like showing him what I had. And he was like, oh yeah, like he was all excited. And he's like, yeah, we're gonna do it right now. Like, so when we got there, I had recorded it. And I think I did that one in one take too. And he was like, so surprised. Really? Yeah. So, so, so what do you tell the engineer? Just let it keep going. And then you just do your, your one verse. Yeah, I'll do the verses first, and I think the hook. I'll yeah, the hook. I'll do it last. Okay, and and uh, um, so he, he obviously really liked it. Yeah. Okay. Who produced the beat? Do you remember? The beat. Oh, it was Sick Temple. Okay. It was Sick Temple. Okay. And uh, um, what about was Rich G or any of those guys over there? No, not that weekend. It was just me, my dad, and one of his friends, a family friend. Okay, so you guys record that song. You guys were there what for the weekend or for the day? Yeah, we went, I think it was Friday morning, and we came back on Sunday night. And and how was that experience, obviously? 
really yeah, good. It was a really good experience. We stayed in um, one of his beach houses, and it was, it was like so. I don't know. I couldn't believe it. Till this day, I still don't believe it. Like it was crazy. Okay, you take pictures with them and everything. Yeah, I take pictures with them. And you, you still have them? Yeah, I still have them. That's dope. That's dope. Okay, so now, what comes next? You record that one song. Mm-hmm. Okay, did you? Did you ever end up going back, recording more? What was that relationship like as far as music's concerned? Um, I didn't go back because I went in September. And like, sadly, when he passed, it was October of 2018. Okay. Oh, so it was like right before. Yeah, it was right before. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. This was a tough one for me to ask. But I believe fans that are fans of his and yours would Mm -hmm. like to know. How did you first hear of his passing? Um, did somebody call you, text yeah, you? Yeah, somebody had um, called me, FaceTimed me, or video chatted me on Instagram. It was one of the artists at the time. Uh-huh. But he would joke around a lot. So when he called me and he was like, oh, I have to tell you something. And he was like, sadly, Toker passed. He's no longer with us. And I was like, oh, you're lying. I was like, you, you're, you play around too much. Like, I didn't believe him. He was like, no, like, I'm serious. And I was like, no, like, that I couldn't believe. I was like, no, that's not true. And he was like, yes, like, I'm I'm calling you for a reason. Like, it's true. And I was just like, damn, like, I don't know. I just started crying. Like, right. I couldn't believe it. I was like, damn, like, it was you, hard to believe. You know, because I remember I got on Instagram 2017. Mm-hmm. Okay. Excuse me. 2017. And, um, uh, I guess 2018 when that happened, I saw a bunch of flyers. Yeah. Or posts on, on Instagram of his passing. And uh, I never had the pleasure of meeting Toker. Mm-hmm. Never. People always said, well, you know, you work with a lot of Chicano representatives in the 90s. Why don't you ever work with him? First of all, I'm not going to approach a guy when he's already in good hands with another producer. Yeah. You know, he had Tony G. He was in great hands. Tony G is an amazing producer. So I'm not going to go and try to step on anybody's toes and say, hey, I want to work with you or whatnot, you know. But um, uh, obviously, I had heard of Toker from the 90s. Mm-hmm. I just never had the opportunity of meeting him. And so when I saw that flyer, you know, I was like, this has got to be a fucking joke. Yeah. You know, sad to say, because you get a lot of rappers that play sick jokes and that even try to fake their own death. And then later on, try yeah. to come out and say that their page got hacked. <laughs> so the guy who hacked your page made a flyer overnight and pronounced you dead. Like, that doesn't even fucking make sense. Yeah, it like, doesn't. So I just thought it was one of those sick jokes, but I just saw it flooding my timeline. Yeah, everybody was posting it. Yeah, so I was trying to like find out like if it was true, and even though I didn't know him. Yeah, a lot of people thought we were doing like a fake stunt because we all posted it at the same time. Like all the artists had posted it at the same time, and people were like, "Oh, it's probably fake. Like he'll probably um, go live tomorrow on the Toker show and say, oh, like got you guys or something.'" But we were like, "No, like it was it was real." A lot of people didn't believe it for a while. Right. And and do you know um his wife Mama Tokes? Yeah. Okay. And and um are you still in good uh you know connection yeah. with her? Yeah, I talked to her. Okay. Now did he ever have plans or did he? I'm asking cuz I don't know mm-hmm. and fans would like to know. Did, did he ever sign you to his label or officially make you a member of the Brown side? Yeah, he did. Um that weekend I went, he did. I have I still have the contract. That he signed too. I signed it and he signed it. I still have it. Okay, so you can say that you are officially a member. Yeah. Not 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 only the, of his record label, possibly. 
and, yeah, and, and uh, the brown side. Mm -hmm. Who who right now would you say is uh, a part of the brown side label or a part of the brown side camp? Um, it's hard because when Toker passed, everybody wanted to go their own like separate ways. Okay. So right now, I could just say it's um, myself and um, the Trece boys mm -hmm. and Little Tokes. Okay, Little Tokes being his son, if I'm correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I remember seeing I think a little video when he was rapping. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That was that was cool. You know, to see his little son. Yeah. I think he even had a look a little crown or something. I think I I think I don't know. If, I think that's how the video started. He gave him the crown or something like that. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. He was young. Now he looks like he's big now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That that that's wild. Like I said, when I first heard of, uh, of his passing. You know, even though I had never met him, you know, that's somebody's, you know, you got to always remember that's somebody's life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and it's always sad to hear uh, when something like that happens, you know, mm -hmm. uh, like when we heard of, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Slow Pain, he had passed not too long ago. Yeah, I heard. Uh, we did a tribute here to honor him, you know, and to, uh, sad to say that I was trying to book him, but he had a family, he had a job, and I always say that comes first. I wish I could have got him on here. We we had him booked twice, but he ended up canceling twice because of his job, you yeah. know. And uh, but hearing that about Toker was very very sad, and I know a lot of fans still miss him to this day. Yeah, you know. So how many songs total would you say you've done with him? Was it just that one? Yeah, it was just that one. Because the next month he ended up passing. We were supposed to do more too, and um, after I left that weekend, he told me go back the next month. He wanted me to stay there for like a whole month with him, to do like a whole album. And he was like, he was like, we're gonna do this like every day, like we're gonna do the whole album. But I didn't get to because then that's when he passed the next month. Okay. Okay. Wow. So you you guys' relationship was actually very short months. Yeah, it was. Okay. And do you still claim the brown side? Yes, I do. Proudly, huh? Yeah, proudly. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, so now uh, that song was released. Mm -hmm. uh, is that song available on uh, YouTube or? Yeah, I, yeah, it's just on. It's just on YouTube. Huh? Yeah, it's just on YouTube right now. Okay. I have some. I think I have like about two songs, like on iTunes and Spotify. Um. Yeah, that one is just on YouTube. Okay, and so that song comes out. Uh, uh, you did the video. Was he in the video? Because I know you said you filmed it out here. Yeah, I filmed it out here. He, okay. he wasn't in the video. Okay, and um, so now you're working on new music. Because when I reached out to you, mm -hmm. you told me you're currently working on new music. Yeah. When can can anybody expect anything this year? We only got, what, about another month and a half? Um... I'll probably say like mid-2021 because right now I want to work on the album. I've been saying that since like forever, but I was lagging it. But now I really want to like, right now I'm like trying to do it like every day. I'm trying to work on it. Okay. Are you, are you working just with Brownside producers or are you open to work with anybody? I'm open to work with anybody right now. Okay. Any any uh, um Anybody you have in mind or... Has anybody reached out and said, you know, let's work, let's do something, mm. let's do a collab, let me do a beat, or? No, nobody okay. has reached out. Okay, well, your Instagram has been popping up, you know, during this interview, mm -hmm. so hopefully somebody would reach out and say, you know what, let's, let's work, let's, because that's what this platform is created for, to shine light on those that rarely ever get any spotlight, mm -hmm. you know, 
And this will give you an exposure where somebody will reach out to you and say, I, w I really want to work. I'm, I'm serious. I got some dope beats. And it all starts like Maybe just getting start. out there and networking. Yeah. You know, so uh, be ready for people hitting you up, you know, and also be ready for some bullshit guys <laughs> coming at you with some bullshit. Yeah. You know, but mm -hmm. there's a lot, a lot of dope female rappers out there that have been on here. And I'm thankful that they've been on here. And, you know, like I said, I always like to help. Yeah. So whatever I can do here to help you and your music and your career, even if it's just to point the way, I want to help you do that, you know. Thank you. Um, so uh, have you started recording yet as far as your new stuff or is it more just writing? Um, right now I've just recorded like one or two, but mostly I'm trying to write right now. Okay. And and are you open? Uh, uh, I don't want to like um, insult you, <laughs> but are you open for somebody to say, I want to write a song for you? Mm, people have actually told me that but right now no right okay. now i just want to do everything like write everything on my own okay do you other than rapping do you do any singing no have you ever tried i want to try to no okay. i haven't tried but i want to try to okay i want to try um i'm open to try anything right now okay any any chicano rappers out there that you would like to work with mm, yes like three Okay. Um, I would like to work with Chito Ranas. I don't know if you heard of him. No. no and Jalisco. Okay. Where, where are and, they from? Are they from out here? Um, I think so. Okay. And then um, Neto Reno too. Okay. Those are the three that I would want to work with right now. See, and a lot of times people trip out when I say that I've never heard of certain artists that they mention. Mm -hmm. People have to understand that from 2007 to 2017... I literally just, I stopped music, period. Like, I've been doing music since, like, 87. Yeah. So when I took, like, a 10-year layoff, I pretty much pressed mute on all music. So if they came out between 2017 or 2007 and 2017, I probably didn't hear of them. So when I started podcasting and people would mention groups, mm -hmm. I would be like, no, nah, I didn't hear of them. And then they'll say, how could you not hear of them? Well, because they must have came out during the time that I was listening to music. Yeah. You know, so... Uh, and those guys, do they all just rap in Spanish? Um, Neto Reno, he raps in Spanish, but the other two, they rap English and Spanish. Okay, but you're not sure if they're from out here or not? No, I'm not sure. Okay. Do you listen to a lot of uh, Spanish rap from rappers from Mexico? Uh, Neto Reno's from Mexico. Okay, he He's is. From yeah. Because the guy that's putting me up on game is uh, Night Owl, my boy Night Owl oh, okay. from San Diego. He uh, He's starting up this whole new podcasting, and they're going to interview nothing but... Well, if I'm correct, he'll correct me later because I know he's watching. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of Mexico, uh, Mexico, Mexican rappers, uh -huh. you know, and he's going to be interviewing uh, them and shining light on them, oh, okay. you know, because I don't know if there's any uh, podcasts or platforms out there shining light on those rappers, you know. I want to do my uh, um, my part on this end. Yeah, he's he's going to do his part on that end. On that end. Yeah, so. Um, that's dope. I'm glad you're working. I'm glad you're still writing. And I'm glad you're still keeping the name Brownside, you know, uh, uh, alive. Mm -hmm. I um, interviewed um, LA Icon. I don't know if you ever meet him. Yeah, I do. Okay. I interviewed him here. He shared his story with about Toker. I interviewed uh, Rich G. Mm -hmm. I interviewed Tony G. I interviewed uh, Clever. I interviewed Lady Benz. Mm -hmm. And they all had nothing but great yeah. things to say about uh, Toker. Mm -hmm. And it's one thing that I shared with all of them. When I gather all the information about Toker, um, 
one thing that I walk away with that it seemed like he helped a lot of people. He did yeah, a lot of did. things for a lot of people. And so when Clever was sitting right there and I talked to him, I told him that his brother, his brother's name, mm -hmm. and the brown side will always live on forever through this platform. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, and that's one thing we want to do. Not only shine light on him, but also on the brown side family. So, so yeah. So, um, so you're writing. Uh, you, you you don't really have too many beats yet, no, but you're no. open to work with producers. Yes, right? I am. Okay. Now, um, what about performances, shows? Have you done a lot of those? This year? No, just in general. Yes, I have a lot. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, like with, who did you open up for? Or who did you, where did you perform at? Or who were some of the um, people that were there? I think I performed a lot last year. Okay. Last year, I remember I performed in Arizona. And then, um, let me see. I remember we went to Las, Las Vegas too, but I didn't perform there. Um, let me see. Who did we open up for? Do you still remember your first performance? Yes, I do. Now, let me ask you this. They give you the mic. Mm -hmm. You're on. Let's go. Your music plays. Were you nervous? Yes, I was super nervous. <laughs> I'm always nervous when I walk on the stage, but once I have the mic and I'm about to rap, it just like goes away. Like, Where was your first show at? Do you remember? It was in Carson Hope. Was it Carson? It was in Carson. Carson's a city next door. Yeah, it was in Carson, and I remember MC Boulevard was there. Yeah. And I remember um, I had rapped. It was just like a freestyle I did when I had turned 18. Like uh -huh. I did like for my birthday or something. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm going to do a freestyle for myself for my birthday. And I had rapped that one. And I remember it was like at a church or something. And MC Boulevard was inside. And I remember I met him after I finished performing. And he was like, I had to run outside and see who was rapping because it sounded so good. And, and I, want, I never heard anybody rap like that. And then he was, um, I was just right there talking to him for a while. And he's like, oh, keep doing what you're doing. You're going to get somewhere. Like, you're you're, you're good. Like, this is your first show. Like, he, he couldn't believe that it was my first performance. That's dope. And now, just for the record, for people listening, mm -hmm. people have always asked me, why don't you get MC Boulevard? MC Boulevard. A lot of people don't know who I know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> MC Boulevard, I've talked to him several times. According to his work schedule, it doesn't allow him because he doesn't live close. You know, mm -hmm. so he says, by the time I get over there, I would just get off of work. I would have to get out of work early. And it's just kind of too much for him to shuffle around. Yeah. So he said, let things clear up. And then he's also very concerned about the whole pandemic thing. Yeah. And this was pretty much when it started. Uh, we had a date set, but he ended up telling me I can't make it, you know, so, and I respect that. I have to respect that because he's concerned about the whole pandemic thing. Yeah. You know, at least he didn't cancel on me and say, you know what, I, <laughs> my manager said, or oh, whatever the fuck. But okay, so now. You were nervous. Mm -hmm. Last year, you said you performed a lot. When you say a lot, like people were calling you, we want to book you, you're on the flyer. Uh, you know, is that, yeah, do, they, do they contact you by through a manager, through your pops, <clears throat> through the DM, or how through can people? DM. Yeah, how can people contact you as far as a booking is concerned? Is is mostly through Instagram that people hit me up through Instagram or through Facebook, but mostly through Instagram. Okay, okay, and. Um, let me tell you something. If if you're in high demand, if people really want to see Evelyn G from the brown side, mm -hmm. let me encourage you, okay? Don't do shit for free. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Don't do shit for free. And I'm going to tell you why. Because if people are requesting you, it's because they're fans mm -hmm. that want to see you. 
Yeah. Okay. Now, some people may say, well, she only has one, two, three, or four songs. It doesn't fucking matter. If they want to see you, then you charge them. Yeah. You know, it's it's this much for right now, you know, and that, that's because I'll tell you what, if you continue, and I'm not saying you have, but if you continue to do stuff for free, eventually they'll take advantage. That's it. Mm -hmm. You know, so don't do that. And I know a lot of female artists that a lot of people talk shit about. Oh, esta se cree la gran cosa. She wants to charge me 500, 800, you know, a thousand bucks. Well, bro, the fans want to see her, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, fuck what you think. Make it happen. You know? So, stick to your guns and, you know, and charge whatever you charge. Now, um, I know this whole pandemic thing wouldn't have happened. Would you have been out there performing? Yeah, I think so. The last show I did was actually in February. It was at a album release party. Uh-huh. Whose album was it? Um, I don't know if you heard of Sin the Artist. Sin? Yes. So in the artist, Sounds it was familiar. his his son, his son raps too. His uh -huh. Yogi, Yogi. It was his album release party. Okay. And then um, next week I actually have a show too. Really? Yes, I haven't performed since February, but next week I'm gonna perform at a show too. Is, is it open for everybody? Or yes, is it? it's open for everybody. Well, it's actually a fundraiser, huh? A fundraiser for the kids. Okay, that's good. And and um, how many songs do you usually perform? Mm, like two or three. Mm -hmm. It's always like two or three. Now, when you perform in front of these crowds, you know, obviously before this pandemic hit, when mm -hmm. you perform for these crowds, what is the reaction that you get? Um, um, so far, I think I've gotten good reactions because every time I finish and I walk off stage, people always come up to me and be like, oh, good job. Or like, you did good. Um, where can I find your music? Or do you have Instagram? Or can I take a picture with you? Um, I always get good reactions. Right, right. Look, let me say this. For the fans' sake, you need to have more music out there. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. you, you you know that, and I know that, because it's only in the long run really, really going to help you. And in the long run, guess what? People are going to want to see Evelyn G from the brown side. You know what? Performing, more money's going to come in. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just letting you know, you should have more music out there. Don't rush anything. Timing is everything, but make sure you release good quality music where people can say, you know what, that song by her is the shit. Yeah, you that's know. why right now I want to take my time because I want to do an album and I want to do it, like, I think I want to do it kind of a little bit different than the music that I have out now. Yeah. Because I want to try, right now I want to try different, like, styles or, like, I want to find a style that, that fits me because I think all these songs that I've been putting out, it's just, like, I'm still trying to find where, like, my style, like, or where do I, like, how do you say like... Um, like where do you fit in maybe? Yeah, like where I fit in. Okay. Is there any females out there rapping like you? Mm, um, not that I've heard of. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, do you ever release... Uh, because I went on your page today and I was looking for po possibly music, music or something. Mm -hmm. Keep the fans entertained. And even if it's just a little snippet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, give it to them. Even if that one little verse doesn't make the album but believe me you're just gaining fans mm -hmm. and you're giving them what they want so let me encourage you to do that it, it only benefits you on the long run yeah. so 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 listen so people can expect something from you 20 mid 2021 mm -hmm. an album okay uh and you're open to work with producers yes what about other female rappers 
Mm, yes. Uh, of course, if you like them, you know. Yeah. It, okay. Uh, um, let me tell you some of the ones that I like personally and that I've interviewed here. Mm -hmm. Okay. You already know that uh, I like Bella. Mm -hmm. I put Bella at the top. I, I really, really like her. She's a, a, a very, very talented female uh, rapper that I think could go a long way. Yeah. Um, I like her. I like another girl named Ray Monique. Mm -hmm. I really, really like her style. There's another girl, um, very young, very talented, multi-talented, uh, magic girl. Uh, the, I like, I interviewed Lady Benz. I like Lady Benz's voice. I really like her. Um, there's a couple of other females out there. Now, if I didn't mention you, I apologize. Another girl named Dahlia Coronado. Mm -hmm. Very, very, very dope. Um, there was another girl that I interviewed here, but she ended up changing her name. Her name was Baby Girl. I couldn't pronounce her new name, but she because she changed it. But she was a dope singer as well, too. So any of these people possibly that you may be interested in wanting to work with. And if I know them, I'll try to make that connection, mm -hmm. you know, to help further and better your album. Okay. You know, thank you. So now let me ask you this. Anything that I didn't ask you that you wanted to touch on? Mm. Oh, I remember you was talking about Tony G. And yes. in the song that I recorded with Toker, he actually produced the hook. He did the hook for me. Okay. He did the hook for me. That's dope. T mm -hmm. Tony G is a legend. Yeah. <laughs> Tony G is a legend. Look, I'm an old cat. I always say I'm an old fool from the old school. Mm -hmm. But Tony G is really, really dope. That's one of the few people that I can say that um, I really look up to. You yeah. know, Not only as a DJ, but as a producer. Mm -hmm. My other superhero is a guy named DJ Joe Cooley from Rodney on Joe Cooley. You know, personal good friend of mine. So I like to give credit if credit's due and I never forget about anybody. So um, I can't wait to hear your stuff, you know, and whatever we can do to help you promote it mm -hmm. here, let us know. You'll always have an open door and so with the brown side as well. So uh, at this point, um, you want to give any shout outs? Um, yes, I want to give a shout out to, let me see, um, my dad right here who's still managing me, mm -hmm. to Mama Tokes, Little Tokes, um, the Trece Boys, um, my boyfriend who also raps, he goes by Rosman. Okay. Um, shout out to Gabriel, Little Pepe, Big Pepe, Hazel, to my mom, um, and to everybody watching, to Danny. And um, I don't know, everybody who tuned in, thank you for tuning in and supporting me. To all my supporters, too, who's watching. And you guys will hear new music from me soon. You promise? Promise. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. And Pops, Dodger fan? Hell yeah, big time Dodger fan. Laker fan? Dodgers. Just Dodgers, that's it. Mm -hmm. Okay, Dodgers, big ups to the Dodgers. Now, you rap, too, as well. Are you doing any collabs with him? Yeah, we actually have a song coming out. And it's by, um, it's probably going to be on my album, too. It's by um, the producer, a producer named Ace Beats. Okay. She said it's probably going to be on the it's album. So no, it is. It is. Okay, okay. So, si soporta bien. Okay, cool. Other than that, uh, you know what? Uh, I want to thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to interview you. And um, hopefully, uh, when you blow the hell up, you come back. I will. You know, promise. and give us another interview and then tell us how the ride was and everything. <laughs> you know, but... I'm telling you, 
be more active on your social media. I will. And give the people what they want. Okay. okay? Because those the, the people that tuned in tonight are the ones that are supporting you. Yeah. So let's give them what they want. So other than that, I'm going to go ahead and give a shout out. So once again, Pops, uh, uh, much love, much respect. Gracias uh, for coming. Thank you. Um, the boyfriend. Thank you. What was his, what was his rap name again? Rosman. Rosman. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I want to give a shout out to John motherfucking Elkins for making all this happen. Uh, once again, things don't happen if John doesn't push the motherfucking buttons. So other than that, once again, go to documixery.com. Uh, buy us out. CDs, hats, beanies. Uh, khaki G-strings. I'm only playing. Um, uh, and, uh, <laughs> hey, the Blu-ray will be out soon. The company was lagging, but, you know, we're on them, so the Blu-ray will be out soon. We're still filming, giving you an update on the Chicano Rap Magazine, uh, Chicano Rap Magazine, Chicano Rap Documentary. Uh, we're still working on that, so hopefully by this time next year, it'll be out, if not sooner. So, um, other than that, John, what am I missing? Am I missing anything, John? Uh, rappers need to promote themselves and buy some motherfucking ads. Yeah, rappers need to promote themselves and buy some motherfucking ads from John motherfucking Elkins. Go to DocuMixery, uh, what was it, forward slash? Yeah. DocuMixery, forward slash, ads. Look at, half a, a lot of you fools spend more money on fucking weed. You know, buy a one minute, $100 ad to Rodian Radio and promote your fucking record. Okay? Um, Investing yourself, okay. And Evelyn said that she promised to do some more freestyles on Instagram, so be expecting that. So make sure you guys follow her, okay, on Instagram. Her Instagram's been popping up. So other than that, uh, once again, I gotta give a shout out to the Brownside family. I gotta give a shout out to once again Evelyn. I gotta give a shout out to Lady Benz. I gotta give a shout out to Clever. Much love, much respect to Mama Tokes and Baby Tokes. Little Tokes. Little Tokes. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay, to me, baby, but no. And actually, before you leave, um, before I leave, I wanted to give you um, one of my posters, and I signed it for you. Oh, awesome! And I framed it for you. Awesome! Look at this! <laughs> Look at this! That is awesome! I'm gonna hang it up here, okay? Promise. Because I'm, you know what I'm gonna say? I met her. <laughs> I interviewed her, hmm. and she's gonna be a star. Hopefully. Awesome. Okay, everybody. Thank you. We'll see you guys. Friday on Freaky Tales, and then I'll see you Sunday back here at Rodian Radio. Don't fuck around. Don't forget to subscribe, add, comment, like, share, talk shit. It's all fucking good. We out of here. <laughs>